Balance of Nerd Nation, and welcome back to Non-Standard Action. Uh, this is Tom, your GM speaking, and you are listening to our run of Paizo's Fly Free or Die. This episode is 20, episode 22, Hope Anew. I am joined today by my friends and your players, Jet, Leif, Liz, Nick, and Simon. Uh, today's icebreaker question is, your character is awarded a scholarship for higher education for helping a university. What do they go back to school for? We will start with Jet and Gus. So let's get names, pronouns, and answer, of course. I am I am Jet. I am playing Gus. We are both he him. And I think Gus would go for I'm going to get I'm going to say robotics, because I assume that's the closest thing to learning about nanomachines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm sure there's gotta be like its own dedicated degree program. Well, if, for that, if there's that's own dedicated yeah, if there's an, its own dedicated field and I could get it, and Gus could get into it, yes, that. But otherwise, robotics. <laughs> Gus's knowledge of nanotechnology is much more practical than uh, <laughs> it's intuitive. It it just does things when I think about it. Yeah, <laughs> I just like to think that robotics is like the, uh, you know, oh, I couldn't get into nano robotics, so I had to just go into regular robotics instead. <laughs> Big robot. Your parents are very disappointed. Yeah. Macro robotics and nano robotics. <laughs> uh, yes. All right. That makes sense. I like it. Uh, Leif. Hi, I'm Leif. They, them. I'm playing catch he, him. And oh gosh, uh, catch would obviously just go back to like a, it would be a tech school and he would learn, learn how to work on cars better. Maybe guns too. Aw. Work on cars and guns and gun cars. Car guns. Car guns. Car guns. This shoots little space Hot Wheel figures at my enemies. <laughs> Slaps the roof of car gun. <laughs> this baby. Can... <laughs> <laughs> Fire. Oh yes. <laughs> excellent. An excellent answer. Uh, Liz. Hi, I'm Liz, and I play Auntie Nuna. We're both she/her, and I think Auntie Nuna would go back to school for uh, dance, like interpretive, well, no, all dance, like just, and then so imagine like a bunch of like college students, like, you know, freshmen in, are lined up in the, the dance room, you know, learning about like foot positions and so forth. And then there's Auntie Nuna, who's also doing it and is incredibly graceful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, they all laughed at her when she showed up on the first day, but then she showed them all up. Yeah, she just schooled them. <laughs> Absolutely. Dance-off. <laughs> it's a dance-off, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, the only about the only kind of dance that you're not going to see her doing is, is like, really uh, high-impact stuff, like, you know, river dancing and I break see, dancing. I want to see Auntie Nuna do a dead drop. <clears throat> <laughs> That would be awesome. Yeah, that's dead drop. That's bad. What? What is a dead drop? Oh goodness! Uh, it's it's when you do the splits, but you drop into the splits. <laughs> you don't just do the splits. You like you like jump up and then you go down and you land on your. It's the thing that makes you cringe Morning. every time you see somebody do it, Simon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not them dying. It's the audience witnessing it dying because they think that this person is dying. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. How about Nick? 
Hi, I'm Nick. Uh, whatever pronouns, playing Sloane, who uses she/her pronouns. Um, and if Sloane got to go back to school, or I guess to school for the first time, she probably wouldn't do very well. You know, she's never been to school. Um, you have but, to go every day. You have to go every. Yeah. I, you know what? She promptly drops out. Like she signs up. <laughs> For a business class, and then like goes to two of them uh, and yells at the teacher because she knows she knows more than he does about whatever he's teaching. Uh, and is just a generally very bad student for like a week, and then never finishes. Oh Everyone like breathes a sigh of relief, but and no one know. is surprised. Yeah, yeah. She's never I been think... in a classroom. She has no idea how to do it. I take your and question, there... Tom, and I deny your question. <laughs> Legends of Sloan for years to come because she's like a comet streak streaking across the heavens. Yes, yes. Uh, and just yes. All right. Uh Simon. Uh Simon he him playing Mareoth, they them. Uh Mareoth already got like a the full business degree, business school kind of thing. So if they went back to school, they would probably like try to get just find the opposite of that. Maybe like art history. Yeah. Art yeah. history. Ooh, or Russian literature. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so Vescarium literature. Yeah. yeah. So you're taking a stand and saying that Vescarium literature is the is the polar opposite of a business degree. Yes, I'm I'm making that stand here and now. Okay. So you I'm, know how those ves, those Vescarium literary types are, you know, it's all just, you know, uh death this, death that. We get it. We're going to die someday. I think the opposite might be either theater or a subset of that clown school. (laughs) Clown school appeals. (laughs) I don't know. I feel that you can still at least market like your ability to perform if you go into theater or clown school. Whereas nobody wants to buy anything that somebody who majored in Beskarian literature produces. Mm. Or art history. I, I feel like my first guess was still a good one. Yeah. The, the upside of clown school is that you are, and I will, I will make a point to mention this every single episode from now, from here on. Marioth is infested with glitter, so <laughs> clown school, uh, clown school actually works pretty well because you'd be a fabulous, a fabulous clown. clown. I don't, I don't know if glitter is a major component of of clownology though. It is, is it? In, it is in my universe. <laughs> you, I guess I haven't read a lot of clowns. You have to have a unique face, because a clown's face is a fingerprint. I have a friend who is a professional clown. There's like a registry yeah. of faces, and you're taught certain basic tricks so that literally you could be dropped anywhere in the world, not speak the language, and be able to work with other professional clowns anywhere in the world. Just so that you can get by. Huh. Like I said... Wow. It's a per. It's a, it's a field. It's a profession. Yeah. All right. So I've, I've ruled out clown school completely. It's too practical. That's too fun. practical. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, I I have to commend you all on knowing your characters and yourself so well. These every single one of these answers, for reasons that the others may not be a, entirely aware of, were very fitting. Uh, so so good work. Good work. So, last week on non-standard action, our players got level ten. Uh, a pretty a pretty big level, uh, second that gives a stat boost to four stats. Uh, so while we don't need to hear what all of those stat boosts are and stuff like that, we'll go around the horn and hear one cool thing that your character picked up at level 10. 
Uh, speaking of horns, let us start with Jet. Uh, what did Gus do this level? Well, Gus upgraded one of his weapons. Mm-hmm. Ah. And Gus can now manifest a... Oh, wait, wait, wait. What is it called? What is it called? Euphonic. Yep, a euphonic guitar. Gus can now rock. Gus is now a, what was it, League of Legends? No, League of Legends character, Alistair, I guess, oh. <laughs> on accident. Okay. I will I, pl- you. I, I played him all the time when I did play, was it was it League of Legends or? I think it was League uh, of Legends. Alistair I played him all the time because I like Minotaurs. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so that, yeah, that's already points in Gus's favor for resembling Alistar. Uh, I do not know this Alistar, but I will believe you. He's a real tool. Uh, I see. Well, Gus is not a real tool, so now he's not Alistar. Uh, Gus, you see the note about audio. Uh, Jet, you see the note about audio in our Twitch. Um, I've just, I've pointed it out to you. Is it Uh, just because I was far away from the mic? You, I mean, you sound louder on my end now. Okay. Let us know in chat. Thank you. Uh, Leif, what did Ketch do this level? Something cool. Oh gosh, Ketch, Ketch got a bunch of tasty stat boosts. Uh, I don't, I don't know. There's really nothing that exciting for me. Yeah. I got, a, I got a new mechanic trick. It just means that I boost better. Uh, <laughs> You're boosted. Numbers, numbers went up. <laughs> I do, I do more numbers now, guys. That is, that is the. The illusion of leveling is uh, all your numbers go up, but then all of my numbers go up too. We're just throwing bigger numbers at each other. It's yeah. really unfair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I stop. There's too many numbers. Oh man. So, uh, what about Liz? Auntie Nuna. What did Auntie Nuna do this level? Uh, this level, Auntie Nuna took so discontent. So, as a move action, she can attempt to. Um, talk to an enemy and convince them that uh, their allies are not in fact their friends. Uh, to basically deceive an enemy within 30 feet who can hear you into suspecting its allies of treachery. Attempt a bluff check with the same DC as a check to feint against that enemy. If you succeed, the target acts as though they have no allies and are not considered to be an ally to any other creature. Um... Uh-huh. Yeah, they can't move freely through former allies' spaces, and yeah, a couple of other things. But seven percent sound low to you? It does. <laughs> hmm? So, so it's just it's just that one, it's just that one spell. It's like paranoia. That's what it is. It's paranoia <laughs> from Signal of Screams. Except you don't have to spend a spell slot because you're an envoy. That makes me feel so discontent. But, oh. but you get your own book, right? Sorry, what? Uh, said, but you get your own bunk, right? <laughs> for, those, yeah. for those not keeping up with these incredibly obscure references, it's the scene where where Mal and and Zoe acquire Jane from his former mm. employers. They sure do. Yeah, so many years. Yeah, it's it's great. Jane is like you know sticking uh, sticking them up with some other guy, and the other guy is his boss, and mm-hmm. so they're like yeah they they very deftly maneuver him away from his former boss and make him shoot him because they offer him his own bunk on <laughs> on the Firefly, on yeah on the Serenity. Oh yeah. my God, that's embarrassing. Uh, 
I'm it's gonna pretend you didn't say that. Um, it, it is the firefly. There aren't yeah. many others around anymore. That's fair. It's ours. It's our favorite firefly. Yeah. It is a firefly, yes. Uh, Nick, what did Sloan do this level? This is a pretty big level for operatives, isn't it? I mean, I got another exploit. I got the best exploit. I've, uh, I, got, I got Uncanny here. Invasion. I got the best exploit. Um, that you can get at level 10. Okay. That is the best exploit. It, it is the best exploit. Heck, heck, making reflex saves. Um, and yeah, I, I increased my ability scores. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Got better at a you know a bunch uh, of things since you're in. I suppose for those in the audience who don't know improved evasion, uh, when you fail a reflex save against an effect that has a partial effect on a successful save, you take the partial effect instead of the full effect. That is incredible. So you will never ever take full damage from no, never again. Again, anything ever. Wow. Do you have a fifteen well, reflex save? How often we'll do you fail? We'll never, we'll never have to deal with the the negative effects of a grenade. <laughs> no, now, now, oh, Catch can throw grenades with impunity in the spaces that Sloan is in. It's fine. Yeah, and she'll never have to worry about Gus getting. Like, but wait, <laughs> <laughs> Gus will be fine. Gus heals more than he can ever use. It's all good. He yeah. All right. And last but certainly not least, Mareoth. What did Simon? What did Mareoth do this level? Uh, Mareoth doesn't do a lot of damage, but they decided to take an ability that maybe makes them make, do slightly more damage. Uh, Blade in the Night, I think it's called. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For for your blade that you use. Blade. Yeah. Blades. Yeah. Lots of tiny blades. blades in the night. Uh, Oh my god, that's actually what the constituents have been doing. They've just been flying out and stabbing with teeny Nine. tiny little knives <laughs> this whole time. Just imagining um, them flying through the air to, and then when they the little arms like stick out suddenly, each one holding a tiny knife and it goes Talk about your death by a thousand cuts. Uh, so all right. So last week, our crew of free-flying traders found themselves burned. Hence the name of this AP, Crash and Burn, or this volume of the AP. Unable to purchase anything through either legitimate nor illegitimate means, you all found yourselves regrettably homeless. Luckily, since y'all are totally thieves with collective hearts of gold, you were sent some connections to folks who uh, wouldn't care that you were burned by people that you've helped in the past. You made contacts with the owners of the Click Clack Club and found lodging there, albeit very temporarily. Uh, you went down to Rat Rod Racing, down in Bot Scrap, and met the infamous Rat Rod himself, who agreed to loan you a ship in exchange for some help around his junk racetrack. You then went to clean up that starship as it had been sitting in storage for at least 10 years. You battled the Scavenger Ooze and a troop of Electrovores, both of whom had taken up residence in the starship. Now your enemy's dead at your feet. You need only find the location of Aline Rasora, as they seem to be your best and most easily attainable lead as to where the hell your starship was taken. So, uh, the last lead that you all had received was not much of one, but rather a text from Neva Robo, Gus's old uh, old friend and captain of the Wintermorn. And person who severed his arm. 
and person <clears throat> who did indeed disarm him in, in a terrible accident uh, quite permanently. But that's okay. You grew a better arm. Yeah, for it. I, yeah. I did get a better arm. And he did ask for it, yes. <laughs> so, well, it was that or die, so yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it only cost you an arm. Didn't even have to take a leg. So oh, that's a deal. Eva asked you to meet them at uh, them being the crew of the Wintermorn at the Click Clack Club this afternoon and uh, saying that it would be quite a coincidence if your crew were to, to happen by at the same time that they were there. So uh, this is the, uh, we'll say dawn of the third day since you touched down. So day one was the ambush uh, at the, at the Absalom Zero. Second day was you all got very busy and uh, found both lodging and a ship. And then here we are on the dawn of the third day. Uh, Tomorrow we have to look to the east. Mm, yes, and hope that the moon doesn't crash into Absalom Station. Well, Two yeah, completing references. what I was thinking of. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Ah, love me some Majora's Mask. On the final day. Mm, well, I didn't say final day, so you're in luck. Uh <laughs> So, would you all like to head to the, uh, oh, you're at the Click Clack Club, because... <laughs> yes, I would like to. I open the door out of the room that we're staying in, and I am in the club. <laughs> all right, yeah. So, eventually, <laughs> you, uh, you manage to, uh, well, the day you manage to wait patiently. I don't know why I started that sentence with you managed to. You, uh... Roll to wait patiently. Roll. Roll it, Leif. You fail. That's improved division. Oh, uh, it's a it's a reflex save. <laughs> it's a reflex save. Uh, Gus got a nine on a will save. Uh, these uh, mechanics and insights roll different things for this effect. Oh, imagine how awful that would be to keep track of. Um, but regardless, time passes. Maybe you play in the arcade a little bit, or you help out with uh, Barnaba and uh, Tasala with Gus takes over Ketch the was, kitchen. Was playing the, the pinball machine. And uh, and the reflexes for is is so he doesn't t tilt the table too much. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a real pinball wizard. So do that. Uh, <laughs> um, the time arrives, and uh, you can easily spot the crew of the Wintermorn because Dizzy looms over the rest of them as they all take a seat in a corner table in uh, in this establishment. So you all, uh, I imagine, will sit down. And uh, Nevo looks at you all, then uh, sort of looks to the side, coughs, and says, I uh, heard about your troubles with the company. I'm not as fond of you all at this point as I hate Edgecorp. So uh, Dizzy here has some information for you. But I have a policy against giving anything away for free. Dizzy uh, speaks up. Yeah, about that. I have information you can use, and I'll give it to you. If you could help me with something at the same time. Sure thing, Diz, anything. What's up? Well, I did, uh, before before I get into the information, let me tell you what I need. I uh, I have an uncle, uh, Darzel Fan. He works public relations in a company office on Triaxis. Uh, Darzel Fan suffers from lung and kidney disease and will die without medical care. Unfortunately, the company refuses to cover Darzel fans' costs, citing pre-existing conditions. As they say this, uh, 
nope, that's not Dizzy saying this. As they say this, uh, their claws form uh, fists and they slam the table in visible frustration. Their claws relax and they look up at the ceiling. Luckily, they're going to have a change of heart. I've written code that will alter the company's records and get my uncle the treatment he needs. Digit can carry the code, uh, and Digit jitters on the side, uh, but they'll need you all to carry them to the server in Elian's office in order to deliver it. Uh, think you can do it? Yes, we think so. Oh, buddy, we got you. <laughs> Actually, we have further questions. If you can do this for your uncle, can you maybe do it for other people that are also in the database? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I knew I liked you, Maria. Uh, <laughs> I think there's uh, that that's something that we might be able to arrange. I can make some uh, adjustments to my code, perhaps. Although I don't want to, I don't want to tip off the system by uh, shooing in too many people. Uh, can you put in some sort of a delay so that it accelerates over time, <laughs> starting with your uncle? <laughs> now that is a very smart idea. I like that. Uh, some sort of timer thing, and they, they you know, start uh, theorizing and, you know... Auntie talking. Nuna will pick it, will kick in ideas and stuff. And, yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, so uh, you all geek out about how, how best to prunk over Edgecorp. Man, man, I... I should not be as uh, surprised <laughs> by this advice, like this, this thing. I knew that y'all would be into this idea, and... <laughs> Sarah did indeed say they're no, they're totally going to be like, oh yeah, how can we do more? <laughs> Sarah knows us too well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever since I started uh, not using headphones, she and she could hear like you know every the whole conversation. She has uh, she has been relatively closely following y'all without even uh, having to listen to the podcast version. Ooh. So I can, uh, I'll still count her as a podcast listener. Oh yes, she is a future listener. Um, she she gets it before any the any of the podcast listeners. Heck, she gets it even before the Twitch listeners because there's a ten second lag. Yeah, no, she is our first or most primary audience. <laughs> yeah, honestly, Sarah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, she hears all my plans before uh, before you all even hear them. So really, she is a precog in terms of this AP. Mm. So, uh, so Disney will uh, you know eventually will wrap up the the whole. Uh, how best to pronk over Edgecorp, Sesh, and uh, say, so I figured you all might want to uh, find Aline Resora to, they pause ominously, talk some sense into her, uh, maybe get her to lift the burn on you all. Now, I couldn't find out where she is, but I did find that she has a private office right here on this station. I bet if you get in there and hack her terminal, you'll be able to find out where she's hiding. And while you're there, uh, you could, you know, you, you install uh, the software that will make them have a change of heart on Darzel fans' health coverage. And maybe write embarrassing things on the wall. Yeah, what that should be no do, problem. What you do on the way out, Mareoth, is entirely up to you. <laughs> when Dizzy said talk to her, with heavy invisible quotes, Gus Gus like bent the countertop. <laughs> oh no! Catch, uh, Catch pulls a uh, a bolt from his from his side pouch and and uses it to get uh, Digit to come over to his to his shoulder. 
Uh, Digit Are you will eating uh, it hardware. Oh yeah, oh yeah, like a snack. Of Digit course. loves uh, nuts and bolts. Uh, it's, it only it's gets one as a snack, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, brings a new meaning to you know mixed nuts and trail mix. Uh, <laughs> technological, you know, hardware trail mix. Uh, he likes he likes a mixture of of cold iron, different star metals, and tungsten. You know, absolutely. So it makes his coat shiny. It really keeps the coat shiny. Yes. So uh, they smile at you all and say, uh, "Thank you all so much. Uh, this means the world to me." I'll send the location of Aline's office over to you now. Uh, let me know when you plan on going to check it out, and I'll meet you off-site to hand off digits so they can transfer the code when time comes. Uh, so, uh, Mareoth, as uh, as you heard of Dizzy's uncle's plight, uh, you're struck by a sudden sense of deja vu as a memory surfaces in your mind. As you all are, you know, uh, you you uh, remember this as you all are sort of uh, heading. I, su I suppose you all probably want to head to Aline's office right away, uh, but this will happen after this uh, interaction. We see your old office uh, once more. The, uh, it looks similar to the one that we saw in the memory with Avarin back in book three on the, the water planet of Entha. That was the uh, dragon he... who like, ran the, the telecom yes. operation. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, you're hovering at... Uh, do you think you would have... I like to picture uh, something, but do you? What kind of desk do you think uh, you had? Oh yeah, it's it's custom built, so there doesn't need to be a, a keyboard or anything, right? It's just sort of um, a hive that's in the middle of the room. Uh huh. And the you know it's it's littered with lots of different buttons that all the different constituents can sit in. It doesn't need a monitor because like there's lots of little screens in there, and then the um, data in there somehow gets passed to the rest of the swarm. So it's 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 actually very difficult to con it would be very difficult to convey via a camera, but fortunately we don't even have one in this media. Yeah. Exactly. This computer is too advanced for our it, for our, you know, real life minds. It's not a standing desk, it's a flying desk. Yes, precisely. A hovering yeah, yeah, like a hive dangling that's attached to the ceiling of the room. Yeah, suspended by, you know, like... Uh, wires. And thin things. wires, yeah. Why would it even be suspended by wires? Just anti-grav. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, this is the future. That's right. Anti-grav <laughs> <laughs> costs money. Edgecorp's not spending money on anti-grav desks. Are you kidding me? That's... that's at, at a certain rank, Edgecorp Edge spends money on anti... Well, like, yeah. At a certain rank, you do. Yes. Yeah, they, they cut corners below a certain point and then beyond that they spend more than they should <laughs> it's a it's proportionate bell curve so um, you recently got a sort of lateral promotion uh, you've been moved to the position of assistant manager of personnel files and financial reimbursements for a branch of Evgenia Jameson Corporation uh, your routine processing of files is interrupted by a discrepancy in a group of accounts all paid out in the past three months or so. So who is this account for? Uh, so there, there are multiple accounts here uh, where it's not, it's not one account, but uh, they all seem to have been uh, modified, we'll say, after uh, there's, there was like the approval date 
by the uh, by a higher up out of your you know out of your reach um and then they were they went to, they were modified after that approval after they were filed in the system do we know like who modified them after digging into it uh, yes, in fact, uh, there is uh, a pattern begins to emerge as you're looking into these. Uh, uh, the authorization uh, was done by a higher up again, uh, but then each modification was made by the same person, uh, Florja Ilkam. Who's who's Florja Ilkam? Uh, Florja is your boss. Uh, she helped you out when you found yourself in a bad situation of your own creation earlier that year. Uh, what mistake do you think she saved you from? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I think it would have been... Oh, gosh. Sorry, I should have thought about this in advance. Um, yeah, so, something... something uh... Oh, uh, maybe like a negotiation that uh, with, with like... Uh, so some sort of external servicer where um, uh, we did like a really uh, we, we sort of got bamboozled by the by the by the parallel on the other side and got like a really bad deal for the company like an yeah. obvious bad deal to everyone who saw it yeah yeah exactly so your your job was on the line uh, with this because edge corp doesn't really tolerate failure especially in big negotiations like this uh, but Florida stepped in and uh, maybe even took responsibility uh, for this, saying that she had given you the recommendation that this was okay, or she was guiding you in this. Uh, and she was uh, strong enough, quote unquote. You know, she she had enough clout uh, that she was fine towards. Okay. But uh, she saved your job, and uh, so. Uh, Florja was careful in these these records. Uh, each time, again, uh, the uh, each person on each person that is attached to each file. So, like these are personnel files you're looking at, and and sort of payments made for their their healthcare. Um, there are a few cases of pre-existing conditions cited by the company, which precluded them from having to cover procedures, while other things aren't just flat out weren't covered by the health the company's healthcare package but were paid for regardless and uh, it seems that okay, okay. so so she um edited health records yes to get coverage for stuff that she like technically shouldn't have yes and it's uh to be clear it's not her coverage she's not getting coverage for procedures she's doing this for other people Oh, a variety of other people. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, what what would happen if this information became more broadly known? Uh, you have a pretty good idea of of what would happen. Probably this is uh, this constitutes falsifying company records by a a, a very uh, a relatively powerful person in the company uh, if this were to be given to that said she's not the highest up she is again uh answering to somebody higher up than her up the chain there's always a bigger fish etc cetera, etc cetera. uh so if you were to report this to her boss uh or even higher uh she might get uh she would probably get removed 
Um, and and would we be able to like leverage this to uh, sort of like like both both by like making a vacancy above them and also uh, having made this uh, very clear showing of loyalty towards the company, could we take her spot and move up the ladder to a full manager? Quite possibly, yes. Uh, since you're the uh, you you do stand as one of the best candidates for sliding into that position because you would create this vacuum. Uh, well, this vacuum would be created partially with your help uh, and your diligence. Uh, you know, you could easily spin this as your diligence in uh, spotting this and yeah. whatnot. Uh, yeah, demonstrates that you have an eye for these records and catching discrepancies like this and. You know, it won't happen under your watch, and so on and so forth. Yeah. So this is, uh, this is all. This is uh, <laughs> this causes a lot of in internal disagreement, obviously, for for obvious reasons yeah. about um, whether it makes sense to do this, whether yeah. it's fair to do this, or or how much fairness matters. Yeah, yeah. On you know, on the one hand, she stuck her neck out for you and saved your job. Uh, but then, on the other hand, she is breaking the company's laws, and uh, not only that, and, and, it, and more importantly, uh, self advancement is yes, a huge it, opportunity for like, yeah, a huge yeah. amount of advancement. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so what? I think that's where we'll probably leave this, yeah, this yeah, recollection yeah. is uh, for now we'll fade out on you sort of probably agitatedly flitting around your little hive computer, uh, ch double checking records, sort of uh, running running the numbers on just how much the company has lost on this and so on and so forth. And we'll, we'll fade to black on that memory. Yes. So, yeah. So you all... Uh, are given the directions to Aline Rasora's private office here on the station. Uh, would you Ooh. all like to head there now? Absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's do it. So uh, going into this place uh, might be a good idea to have a plan for dealing with any civilians that might also be in this office space. Uh, something to get them out without murdering them or mm. them to call the police Fire on alarm? you. I mean, there's a, um, there's a sewage leak and we're here to patch it. And it's the building's about to get real stinky. <laughs> or we okay. can make it actually really stinky. Yes. We could do that too, to sell it. Maybe in like a permanent way. I would prefer not to have to go through the building while it smells bad. Just saying. Leave it to me and Sloan to convince people. Would it be easier to convince people if you hack into the system ahead of time? Oh, definitely. Already working on it. Tap, 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 tap. So, what system are you trying to hack into? I like the idea of um, making the system believe that there is a sewer line leak that needs to be patched immediately. Okay. Um, and then that way we can just be like, hey, we're we're here to respond to that. 
so making the system think that the sewer is going needs to be repaired immediately and then also intercepting whatever uh protocol they have to send a message to the people who would usually fix that so that we can show up instead right i like this plan uh, it's it's a classic uh so i have a computer's dc in mind um Ooh. Yeah, I don't know if it's a fair computers DC, but y'all are really good at computers, so, you know, <laughs> it's probably fine. Um, so why don't uh, you and maybe Catch or anybody else who's good at computers put your heads together? I... That's a 35. All right. Um, would Catch be helping on this? Catch auto assists if it's needed. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so they can't hear you right now, Jet. That oh. seems important. Do you want? Hey, to audience, can, can you hear Jet? Yeah. Ah, I can unmute myself. There we go. Yay! Sorry about that. Uh, Ghost, give us a give us a uh, you know an affirmative if you can hear Jet now. Jet, say things. Things. <laughs> All right, we're good. So, um, with the thirty-five, the thirty-seven with uh, catches assistance, that is actually. Yes, going to beat the DC that I had set for this, and yeah, you got a ten on the die. That was that was in the ballpark. Uh, that the DC that I set was indeed thirty-five. Uh, so, um, admittedly, a six on your uh, your envoy D six, or yeah, the insight bonus that you get. Two computers really helped you out there, but very nice job. We'll say um, because you can't just hack into any building's internet from anywhere on the station. Uh, you will have done this maybe at the foot of the, the building itself, you're able to... Yeah, like in the back, uh, around the deliveries uh, section or something like that. Okay. Um, and... Maybe Rattlesnarp or... Not Rattlesnarp, that's one of our goblins. The the Yosoki who sold us our crap ship, um, maybe right. he knows where we can get... Um, where we can borrow a service looking vehicle too okay um uh, hmm. i don't think you necessarily well i don't think the vehicle's necessary okay cool yeah um though by default you all don't look like uh plumbers so we, we have our holoskins. skins we'll reprogram them guys check yeah, um, I will roll here. I uh, disguise is supposed to be a secret roll, so I will I will roll your disguises for you, uh, so we know. What's your uh, what's what's your bonus, uh, Auntie Nuna? Seventeen. Okay, so I'm just gonna roll five d twenty and add seventeen to each. Well, peaks and valleys. Uh, uh oh. Catch <laughs> really doesn't trust hollow skins anymore, anyways. Oh, you're right. She breached the hollow skins. That doesn't mean that she shared that technology. 
And then we don't need disguises, right? Because then they'll just leave. What if you... Why will they just leave? If there's a fire alarm blaring in the whole building. I see. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, you can't say yeah, in the building. Just be sneaky. Say what? We could just be sneaky. Oh, I thought they said we could just be stinky. <laughs> that's what I thought too. <laughs> no, not quite. That, that's fair. And Mariath is the most distinctive, and they are also the most sneaky, so that could work. Okay, so uh, final plan. Do you want to go with the... Well, we could go with the hack in, hey, there's a sewer thing we need to fix, which gets us into the building, which would allow us to pull a fire alarm. <laughs> All right. That's Our mine. plan is both plans. Both plans. <laughs> yeah. uh, both, both is good. Both. <laughs> the, uh, More chances for failure. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. More God. points of failure. God dang it. All right. So you go into the building. <laughs> you want to you wanna discreetly pull a fire alarm? Yes. Yes. Roll sure. for discreet fire alarm pull. Sloan can do it. Yeah, we're, sure. We're asking to right. That's fine. Sleight of hand. Who has sleight of hand? Sloan does. Um, yeah, it would be more of a sleight of hand than a stealth anyway. So, Sloan, hit us with that sleight of hand. Sure. The sleight of hand. Right. 38. Oh my gosh. And that wasn't even like a natural 20 or anything. That was a 15 on the die for a 38. <laughs> It's a it's a dexterity based skill check. I have all the dex skills. Yep. Yeah. How how can you how can you avoid temptation to take dex skills as an operative? I, um, I wasn't trying very hard to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> so a thirty eight. Uh, that Lean will in. that will discreetly uh, you discreetly pull the heck out of that fire alarm. Uh, it is it is so pulled, and uh, the buzzers go off. And uh, indeed, people start streaming out of the building. This is a, a pretty uh, thing like a skyscraper kind of, it's a, it's a tall building. So uh, people begin just streaming down the stairs and whatnot. You're, uh, you all will not have too hard of a time uh, finding your way to Olean's office. So, uh, do, 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 do. Very good work, everybody. You've solved my civilian puzzle without even talking to anybody. Or uh, murdering anyone. Or yeah. murdering. I'm so, so good job. We didn't have uh, to do a single murder. We're so good. Not, not even one. That'll uh, save us about an hour of time. We didn't even have to knock anybody out. Bad gun noises. <laughs> so, uh, let me bring you to a map. And you can just... Feel free to ignore any civilian-looking tokens. In fact, why don't I just get rid of them? Because I only had the one. Oh, and in case uh, anyone's forgot, Gus's disguise is the Sharpay Vlaka to our Prak, the ultimate Frisbee champion. <laughs> <laughs> Who can forget? I had forgotten. <laughs> I was happier that way. <laughs> so, do you secretly hate it's ultimate simple. Frisbee? <laughs> Catch is catch. Catch isn't wearing a hollow skin. Um, you all have rested overnight, so you may regain hit points as such and regain stamina points and uh, RP. So now I will move you over to the map now that I put your tokens down. Oop. 
So, B1. There it is. Yeah, you're in the bottom right corner. This small room features a large, sleek desk surmounted by a computer and various personal effects, including family pictures. Seems to be a human family. Seated at the desk is not a human male. He left. Uh, so. He went to his uh, designated meetup area. Yeah. Saved it, Tom. Nobody will know that you were reading your notes. Uh, so. Uh, you got a computer here. What do y'all What do y'all want to do? The files are inside the computer. Oh, Smash. Oh, no. <laughs> Just kidding. Roll, was... <laughs> roll for hacking. Uh, that's oh, 44. Stop it. You're scaring me. Uh, 44 on a computer stack at level 10. Heck yeah. Uh, so that is a very beefy computer's check. Let me read my notes on this computer, actually. Ooh. Yeah. You were surprisingly <laughs> close to being able to gain root access to this computer. Uh, oh. So um, you discover that Aline has gone on an executive retreat, quote unquote, to her personal estate located on an asteroid in the diaspora. Her travel and time off was approved by one Visenmark, a company financial auditor, so that's Visenmark is the name, uh, and colleague of Aline's who has joined her at her estate. Her agenda hasn't been updated since, so presumably she's still, uh, they are still there. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, you also discover a firewall, uh, which is uh, protecting more data. You are unable Ooh. to break through it without another computer's check. Hmm. I think I want to try. Oh, well, while Auntie Nuna is hacking this, I guess Morayoth will ask, does anyone know about this auditor? Vezimoth? Uh, what was his name? Vizen? Uh, Mark, as in the name Mark. I thought Vizen. it was Visigoth for some reason. That's a different thing. <laughs> I did too, Jet. It's okay. I'm right there with you. I also heard Visigoth. All right, Mr. Bezigoth. It's a people from history, real world. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. sacked they sacked Rome, I'm pretty sure. Neat. All right. So, nope, this is not yeah. the people that sacked Rome. This is Viz and Mark. <laughs> uh, um, so, uh, to answer Morayoff's question, none of you are very familiar with Viz and Mark. They seem, they, they're probably just a faceless, you know, to you, a faceless person of the mass, uh, the multitude of Edgecorp employees. Uh, funnily enough, probably similar to the job that Morayoff once had in a, in a, in a different life. Um, so that computer's check is just enough, in fact, to crack this yeah. firewall. Yeah, that uh, one, I rolled a little bit low. I only got a 31, people. The DC was indeed 31 for this. So confident, confidential, uh, confidential <laughs> information, including the coordinates for Aline's palace at the diaspora and a message from Golden League agents uh, reveals the imminent delivery of, quote, drift capable assets mm. uh, to the palace. Palace, that is, huh? That is our ship. That angers yeah. me. Gus smashes that plant <laughs> and then feels bad and tries to put it back into the dirt. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Mariah is in on this. Uh, Mariah <laughs> smashes the plant also. <laughs> and I... Gus would try to put it back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so, let's see. Uh, yeah, you could you could attempt to gain root access to this computer at this point. Uh, there aren't what many functions I... on this computer that you don't 
already have access to, but uh, there seems to be an alarm system and a door lock system uh, in place uh, that you might be able to uh, stop. The alarm All system right. for your edification goes to, it, it seems to send a signal out of the building. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we can't have that. All right, that's a 40. Uh, you fail to get root access to this computer. No! Remember the ramifications, but we'll say that you cannot try again for a certain amount of time. This is only one room. Maybe we can get to Eileen's personal computer. Hmm. All right. There's no one here to push the button, so... Do you push the button, Sloan? No! Oh, oh, you're talking about the, the alarm button. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You are... <laughs> you're able to find the button uh, underneath the desk and very carefully do not push it. Uh, it's it's one of the classic, you know, they just reach under the desk and uh, brush against the button and security would be called. But uh, it is not because nobody is here because you all are very clever PCs. Good work. Uh, so this we door... Don't, we don't like us even see the button. No. <laughs> Uh, we, we don't let guys know the button is there yet. But what so if I wanted door... to push it for glory? <laughs> this is why. On the way out, you push it for glory. This door to the to the north. It's okay. I can I can wait. Uh, this door to the north is sorry. Wow, I just went teacher mode on y'all. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. I'll I wait. went student mode. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, GMing is a lot like teaching a classroom sometimes. Um, I, I've said that to you guys too when I'm running. It's okay. I'll wait. Yeah, yeah. No, sometimes we're just having a great time. Okay, yeah, I totally get it, uh, and I want to let you all have your fun. This is this is supposed to be fun for everybody. <laughs> so the door to the north is unlocked in their hurry to leave this building because they thought there was a fire. So you're able to go right through to the uh, larger office area behind it. So half. Cubicles. This room is largely filled with cubicles and a large vending machine to the west end of the room by a door marked bathrooms. Uh, go ahead and make me a perception check as you enter this room. <gasps> Are the bathrooms not really the bathrooms? Uh, no, they are bathrooms. Gus, Sloan, and not Catch. Uh, and not not Mariath and not Auntie Nuna. Gus and Sloan notice the big S on the wall in the west end of this room. Hey, there's an S over on this wall over here. I wonder hey, if it means something. In the, in, the, in the fog of war. I'm so upset. I, did, I, did I hide it or did I not hide it? You, you did, did not hide it. Yeah, <laughs> see, I didn't think I did. I That's, that's why this is a, a gag. But, um, there's, yeah, there's I also, a... when I was... So backstory, I, when I was removing this map from the PDF, uh, thank you, Paizo, for sending us a separate map PDF where you can toggle off the map markers. I just didn't do it for this one, and I was in a hurry prepping this when I prepped it like two or three weeks ago, and so I didn't go back to fix it. And it's fine, because it's it's a funny goof now. Uh, so, Indeed. Yes. Do you, <clears throat> Brian, do like you see that door. S? I wonder what this S means. We do now. <laughs> so yes, uh, each of the computers in this room will not 
have any more information on them really they're just they're you know employee workstations by the look of it uh, some more family pictures uh, what about one, what about this vending machine what kind of information does it have uh, it has space fritos uh space doritos space cheetos and that's space oreos those are all the o snacks that i know uh mm. so not uh, not sponsored by uh nestle who owns all of this Nestle. Probably Nabisco, Nabisco. Isn't it Oreo Nestle. Nabisco? Is Nabisco yes. owned by Nestle? Uh, I don't know about that. Both of them are bad and uh, don't cross the line. There's some there's some strike going right now with Nabisco in particular because they're <laughs> underpaying their workers. These yeah. one, these no one snacks. would have ever guessed. Um, Pepsi these owns Doritos. Are, these, oh, these snacks are pro-corporate slavery and he throws the machine on the ground. Oh, oh God. But it was mostly the and, corporate drones. And Cheetos. Oh, y'all are just going to oh. vandalize this office. No, we have an idea. We have an idea. We have an idea. We'll, we'll take all the snacks from the machine and then put it in all of the workers' drawers so that they yes! can have a good snack. We do that. <laughs> we don't have time for this, guys. Come on. We're on mission here. Oh, right. Yes. What if we just break it open, sure. throw them in a pile, and write a note saying that it's for the workers? <laughs> <laughs> Revolution. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, well Jeth and Marayath are vandalizing everything. The rest of the members of the party actually do the mission. Okay, so I will go ahead and delete some doors here. Uh, don't delete everything. Uh, that is the bathrooms, and that is the secret door. Secret door. Secret tunnel. So, uh, would you all like to enter the? secret tunnel yeah yes please yeah please do it it's a little um, i feel like marath and gus should enter last because we're vandalizing things that's true <laughs> no gus should enter first because he's our frontliner that is true so gus mm -hmm. hurriedly vandalizes and then steps forward <laughs> a winding little yeah, auntie nuna goes god <laughs> but or, they're bad here's what happens auntie nuna stands by the door Folds all of her arms and says, Gus, I'll wait. Oh, no. Gus, Gus like, <laughs> looks worriedly at Moraeoth and, like, smashes the window on the vending machine and then runs in front of everybody. <laughs> oh, no. The double arm cross. All right. So, <laughs> moving on from that, uh, you all reach the top of this winding little zigzagging staircase and find... Another door. This door is unlocked because nobody's supposed to know about it. So past the secret door, three flights of steep stairs descend 40 feet, uh, cutting off noise to and from the surface. The unlocked door leads to a private and secure office. The room within is luxuriously furnished and includes mementos of uh, Elaine's life, it appears, including an Anubrix locket on a leather cord. Uh, opening the locket... You find a picture of the same Lushunta couple that you saw in Aline's office way back in book one on the horse eye orbital plate, uh, but they appear much older in this picture. And behind them hovers Aline with their signature yellow glow. Mm. Notably, uh, <clears throat> oh, go on, Jet. No, go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, notably, there is no computer on the desk. Uh, seems that Aline took their data pad with them the last time they left the station. Out of curiosity, does Elaine have the Hive computer or a more traditional computer? 
to fit in with like company norms? That's a good question. I I don't think they would go for fitting in with company norms. So they would probably, I guess, we'll say that the interface is there of the Hive computer, but it's uh, the, it's akin to them. They took the hard drive out of it, right? They, they took the data the pad data that integrates with a Hive interface. And so they can operate that like a quote unquote normal, uh, you know, bipedal human, humanoid. But uh, so they took anything important from this Hive interface. What's behind this door, Tom? They are normal bipedal humans, sometimes bipedal. Just It's true. Moraeoth's just a weird one, right? <clears throat> yeah, Moraeoth's just a weird one. You haven't seen Aline, uh, to clarify, Aline has also uh, generally kept the form uh, that is in her art, uh, their art here. Um, uh, so I they're enjoy. both weird ones. Yeah. Yes, they're both weird ones. Um, now... Jet. Suspicious. Gus. I'm just saying, I've never seen them both in the same place. Wait, hold on. <laughs> yes, we have. It's true. No, you Wait, definitely have. have. We? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at the auction. At the auction, That's if nothing right. else. Um, so, uh, Gus, you want to know what's behind that door? Yes. Oh, it's a bathroom. Uh, you found Don't worry, it. guys. It's a bathroom. Uh, Another Gus. one. Gus breaks <laughs> Gus breaks the water pipe going to the toilet. <laughs> oh my god. Um all right. So then she stole our ship. Zero subterfuge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very very unsubtle. Uh very surreptitious? No. Unsurreptitious. Anyway, y'all are being rude and vandals. Uh which, you know, I can't argue against. It's in character. Yes. So a locked door stands on the north wall of this room. It seems to have a biometric lock on it. We look awkwardly at Moraeoth. It's a 10 second. <laughs> oh, sorry, where's this door? Uh, to the north of the room in the north uh, northeast corner from oh, the entrance of the room. Northeast. It's where Moraeoth is going. Yeah. Uh, we can... Try it. Uh, Mariath will. Does this lock work? The lock probably um, takes a single constituent um, and, like, does a, a deconstructive analysis of it. Okay. <laughs> so it So it eats a single constituent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So yeah, so there's like a little chamber, in. a single bug. Sorry, what was that? Go on. I can see it just like uh, squishing it, and then like sampling the juices. No, no, it's fancier oh, than that. It's like a it's like a deconstructive okay. laser. It's like a three D printer in reverse. Oh God. <laughs> um, and yeah, a single constituent flies from the mass and lands in the little compartment. And then it closes, and then it zaps. Okay. Uh, and there is a pregnant pause, I imagine, as Moriath does this. And the door sort of processes the information that it's receiving. And then a small green light on the door flashes, and the door unlocks. 
All right, I'm giving more credence to Kedge's theory. Mariah seems... Um, obviously, it's like hard to tell Mariah's emotions at any given time, but you guys have traveled with them for long enough, and they seem agitated by the fact that that worked. G- Gus feels Auntie it Nuna through just your... raises an eyebrow. Gus feels it through the bond and just sends you a wave of unconditional love. <laughs> Mariah, uh, reluctant, reluctantly returns it. <laughs> so, yeah, nobody, nobody's going to question this. He said goadingly. Nope. They're, they're bugs. Auntie Nuna has a... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is basically confirmed Auntie Nuna's hypothesis that she's been having for a long time, but she's going to let Mareath tell her in their own time. Fair enough. Someone doesn't know anything about how biometric locks work. Like, (laughs) it's just like any one of those given scenes, you know, character does something, the rest of the cast just from behind them just all looks at him, but nothing is said. Gus has enough engineering to know about it, biometric locks, but he also trusts Mariath and doesn't care about his past, but also he's not sure how racist the designer of the lock is. Maybe it just <laughs> wanted to scan and see if it was a bug. No, <laughs> it's just a Spatome lock, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Just any old bug, throw it in there, it's good. Alright. Okay, just a bunch of significant looks all around. Love it. So... We will. Uh, the door opens, and let me just double check that I don't have any. All right. So, deleting the door as we do in Starfinder. Oh God. Oh my. How? What? Oh my. Oh, <laughs> room. oh, the room. The room Jesus. itself. Yeah. So, stairs. Dear, dear listeners, we are looking at a room with a black box. Large black box in the middle with what appears to be electricity arcing from four pillars surrounding it. And there's an ominous red dot in the middle of the box, which makes me think it's sentient and wants to overthrow organic life. Kill all humans, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, and aside from the the white sparks of the electricity, the room is a uh, menacing purple, menacing violet. Go on. I don't know what y'all are talking about. Looks like a server room. Uh, so stairs descend. Does not look like a server room. Any server room I've ever seen. Totally looks like a Starfinder server room. Uh, yeah, complete with four big Tesla coils. All all the server rooms I've ever seen have have electricity arcing everywhere. There's Van Van de Graaff machines everywhere in server rooms. I don't know what you're talking about. It takes a lot of electricity to power this server, okay? So... (laughs) And the best way to generate electricity is to spew it into the air. Got it. They've altered the chemistry, the the, uh, air in the room so that it functions as a storage medium. It's a... And that's why it's purple. It's a a breathable nano battery. (laughs) No, Simon, but funny enough, it's actually um, the the best way to transfer energy. But, you know, we... Through air? Well, okay, so we don't have time for this. <laughs> so yeah, you're not secretary. Let, let me describe the room to you all. all right? We can talk about electricity in the and <laughs> no, on actual Tesla coils, and we'll and, and cool. I'll leave it at that. 
Non-standard uh, equator. No, oh, <laughs> non-standard equator. That's another good name. Uh, so, <laughs> so they're into this warehouse-like <laughs> subterranean chamber. Its walls and 15-foot-high ceiling a sterile off-white color. The, 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 oh, the walls and ceiling. Okay. The floor is still purple. Don't worry. A massive computer storage unit in the room center buzzes with energy, flickering green lights, peppering its otherwise featureless gray surface. Four floor-to-ceiling columns of electrical circuitry flank the machine with some of their transparent wires uh, glowing faintly with white light. Imposing steel gray cylinders fill two corners of the room. As, you feel, as your feet touch the floor of the room, uh, you feel the thrum of the fans keeping the massive server cool. Uh, what do you all do? We're supposed to plug into this and insert the worm, right? This does look like an appropriate server to uh, to plug Digit into. Uh, remember that you have Digit with you. Uh, Disney sent Digit there. Mechanics uh, drone uh, with catch specifically. Uh, Digit has sort of been chittering uh, quietly and maybe concernedly occasionally on catch's shoulders. Uh, so, and can Digit like, mechanical squawks. Can we tell whether flying through the air would be dangerous? Well, doesn't seem dangerous right now. These uh, these these coils uh, aren't like they're not spewing electricity. Uh, I, I suspect we have been um, influenced by the, the map design and in, in a negative fashion that our characters have not. Correct. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, yep. I I don't know what to tell you. It's just it's just weird Tesla coil looking things on the ground, but they're uh-huh. not spewing electricity. The map maker just wanted to have some fun with it. Let them have this. Yeah, they're they're decoratively spewing electricity. <laughs> Definitely uh-huh. not harmful. Definitely not. Um, so, go, go on. on. No, no fine. I will. Um, yeah. Rayal will, I guess, say to catch. Uh, do you you can fly these days, right? You're muted. Why would why would I need to do that? Oh, wasn't there something on the floor? No, again, I'm probably being unduly influenced by the map. Yeah, no, it's just uh, you feel the thrum of the fans keeping the massive server cool. Ooh, what are what are these things uh, in the bottom left and right corner? I couldn't see those before Catch walked in there. Those imposing glo- uh, steel gray cylinders. Mm. They are uh, floor to ceiling, uh, and the ceiling is 15 feet high. Floor to ceiling, and yet they have decorative accents on the tops of them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I feel like we're being too affected by this art. Um, I feel like we would probably be in a calm and orderly fashion towards that cube in the middle of the room. All right. So uh, as you approach the the machine, you hear Dizzy's voice emit from Digit's mouth. All right. Now Digit just needs to plug in, and this shouldn't take long at all. Uh, I imagine it might be a little unsettling hearing Dizzy's uh, large dragonkin voice coming from a team of little squawks. Uh, as they say this, uh, Digit plugs in. Gus looks uh, away to give him privacy because uh, that's a little... <laughs> uh-huh. Seems a little invasive. Yeah. Uh, Sloan stays up by the door to keep an eye on the room behind us uh, as well as, you know, it's a great place to be able to see all this room too. Okay. So... Immediately, as uh, Digit plugs into this computer, 
The two steel gray cylinders on either side of the stairs open up with a loud ka-chunk. Uh, inside... Uh, yeah, yeah. Inside are revealed two hulking cybernetic golems, which step forward in tandem and begin to make their way across the room to apprehend you in some sort of a very obvious uh, defense mechanism uh, to prevent anybody from tampering with this computer system. Why don't we go ahead and roll some initiative? Halt, hackers, you are under arrest. Hack the planet. Hack the planet. Oh, um, no. So oh, no. Nuna has... Oh, no. Auntie Nuna has an ability called Fast Tack, a fast talk, where she can distract a creature with a confusing, confusing barrage of words, causing it to be surprised at the beginning of combat. Um, she can use this ability only on a creature that I'm able to converse with prior to the beginning of combat. You must continue to converse with it until combat begins. Um, is this a case where I can use this ability or not? Uh, I'm going to say no. Because okay. you were unaware that you were unaware at the start of this combat. Uh, so Not you so aware of this I, I think the way that ability is worded, that's sort of like the we're having a conversation with a potential employer, and it turns into a gunfight in a bar, and you've already started mm. the conversation, and then it leads into this. Is how that's how I interpreted it, but that's who knows. Okay. All right. So, yeah, that's that's a tricky feat to uh, time. Enact, yeah. Yes. Uh, I remember Simon had that on his uh, Solarian in our Dead Suns game and desperately tried to use it. Numenian. Maybe I should have taken it. Oh, well. It was operative. Yes, your operative. uh, Funnily enough, your operative Astrozoan. Who then went on to inspire when I told the story of your operative Astrozoan, my buddy uh, made an operative Astrozoan in my in my Dead Sons game that I made. Um, yeah, it's good. It's a good move. All right, so we'll add that. I've added a oh, thing tracker. Harris didn't just endeavor to use it; he used it to great effect. Did he? Okay, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear this. Mostly because I also had uh, fast talk on Sapphire, and um, a lot of GMs were really staunchy about letting me use it. So I was like, "Yes, yes, you could use it." Yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah. do the things that I never had as a child. <laughs> well, isn't that isn't that what GMing and parenting is all about? <laughs> I'm I'm alarmed that there's something on the tracker just called thing that acts at twenty five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why, was, why? Why? What is? What is that? It's it's a thing. A smoothie. Yeah, it oh, um, is it really? So, uh, don't worry about it. There's a lot going on here that y'all uh, shouldn't just shouldn't worry about. It's just it's fine. It's fine. Shouldn't, we just shouldn't worry about. Um. Well, I suppose. Uh, let me double check if these. Uh, we don't have get them yet. Or coordinated shot. Um, that's okay. Sloan will shoot the red one with the trick tack. Do, 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 do. Not the knife, the laser pistol. Uh, we'll, we'll take 10 and we'll let's try to slow it down. Good plan. Uh, is, is it CR lesser than 13? It is, believe it or not. 
Oh, good. Uh, so does a 20 hit its flat foot of the AC? A 20 will hit its flat foot of the AC. Yes. Uh, so that's 15 plus 22 is 37 fire damage. And uh, its speeds are halved until the beginning of my next turn. Okay. Oh, nice. And that was my standard action. So let's run down these stairs over here. And uh, I'm going to get up by Gus and Catch here. And that'll All be my right. turn. Excellent. Catch, you uh, help Digit plug into the computer, and then you hear immediately a ka-chunk and Sloan shoot something. Uh, what would you like to do? Catch looks around and sees these guys. Is there a... Uh, what check would I need to make to know if these guys have are technological or not? Uh... Well, you'll probably get a hint when I say, make me an engineering check. Marvelous. That's a 36. You know a lot about these guys. Uh, these are cybernetic golems. They are large constructs. You can read into that what you will, but you also may ask me for, it's, uh, let's say 10 plus one and a half times CR is, you have beaten this by 10. Why don't you go ahead and ask me for Resistances and immunities, please. Three things. Resistances and immunities. It has uh, DR5 adamantine, meaning you can overcome this DR with an adamantine weapon. Uh, it is immune to wound. It is immune to magic. The wound critical hit condition. Um, resistances. It also has construct immunities, of course, as it is a construct. Uh, you can ask me for... One other thing you've got, I'll tell you though, you've got pretty much everything interesting in terms of like abilities and stuff. Uh, so, yeah. So, our, our so there's, no, there's no special abilities then? No, these guys just hit hard. Okay, um, then just tell me what their AC is. Uh, they have an EAC of 19 and a KAC of 23. Cool. And just for my edification, because I don't remember these things, what what do construct immunities con constitute? Bleed. That's a Death good reason. Disease. Yeah. Mind-affecting effects. Necromancy effects. Paralysis. Poison. Sleep. Stun. Ability damage. Ability drain. Energy drain. Exhaustion. Fatigue. Negative levels. Non-lethal damage. Any effect that requires a fortitude save unless the effect works on an object or is harmless. Thank you. So, that is what all of that constitutes. Simon has also hopefully put it in the Roll20 chat. So, do your worst, mechanic. I actually will. We're going to do something weird and different. Catch, um, already having his gun out, is going to actually... Uh, Take a look at Red, type some things onto the side of his gun, and then uh, just point and shoot. But like the main gun doesn't fire. This little like little node fires, kind of like how how a taser shoots. And these two projectiles fire out and hit Red down here in the corner. And Red's gonna need to make me a will saving throw DC twenty two. Oh, interesting. We haven't seen this happen all AP. That's uh, how it does with fired guns. Indeed. I have bad news. I got a 19 on the save. That's not that's not bad news. Um, that's actually good news because again, DC 22. 
Oh, I meant bad news for me. Oh, that is bad news for you. It could it could have been worse news, um, but as it stands, uh, do 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 do. He is dazed for one round. Dazed. Now I need to look up dazed. Dazed conditions. The dazed condition. Not a mind effect, I guess. You are. No, this this works on constructs. It, this is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the mechanic ability overload. It is, it is the advanced ability override. It overload does not work on on sentience. Override does once you hit level nine, though. Aha. That's pretty cool. So dazed, you are unable to act normally. You can take no actions, but have no penalty to your AC. A dazed condition typically lasts one round. Man, so red is just out. Yep. Very cool. Very. And powerful. then. And then for my move action, I, uh, um, we'll, we'll activate Miracle Worker because that's a, that one's not dependent on who's, who's dead and who's alive. That's fair. Okay. So that is Ketch's turn. Uh, oh, it's Thing's turn. So Thing, um, this is going to come as a surprise to you all, but these tesla coil things in the set in, in in the four corners of the room they actually do something uh so as uh they they spark to life in listen it's map design okay it was really they this would have been a great candidate for elements that i can remove from the map yeah uh, yeah no 100 but that sounds am, complicated though yeah yeah it's it happens you know what Nobody's perfect. Uh, so these Tesla coils are pretty darn close, though, uh, because what happens is as the room, uh, as the golems come out, these Tesla coils fired up and started coming to life with sparks of electricity. And uh, this one here is going to activate. Uh, so why doesn't everybody in uh, Gust, Sloan, and Morea? The three of you, please make me a reflex saving throw. Thank goodness I have my nanite sheath active and not my wings right now. <laughs> yeah. Did you say my name? I'm sorry. I I did not. You are you are just out of the blast. Those Auntie Nuna. Yay. Yes. So, um, Rayoth is the only one that failed this. Gus and, uh, Sloan are both okay. Uh, you're going to take half, you two are going to take half damage. Uh, and uh, Sloan, Sloan is not because she's an operative. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sloan so, don't care about no reflexes. Marayoth, please take 26 points of electricity damage. How? Gus, please take 13 points of electricity damage. 13 minus 5, so... Eight. Whatever you say, boss. Uh, <laughs> and then an arc of this uh, same electricity arcs out towards the cybernetic golem and shocks it. Uh, this seems to not damage the golem whatsoever, but in fact, the golem I looked just... a little bit better. Oh no. Yeah, it invigorated oh, no. it or something. Oh no, that's I knew bad. It. I knew it. Every time they All hit right. me, they're going to get juiced up. So. You can deactivate your your armor upgrades as a as a move action. I'm pretty positive. 
I think you might be right. Okay. Uh, look that up while blue goes. So blue, the cybernetic golem to the southeast of this room is going to tromp forward. And well, it's going to wait actually because its brain has to check what it's land. Oh, I've got so much land speed. I've got land speed for days. It rushes out of the gray cylinder and it's going to try to pummel Mareoth. Yeah, I, I will say <clears throat> Mareoth is probably flying slightly since they, you know, fly by default and came down from upstairs, but probably that thing looks tall, so it can probably hit it. Yeah, so the roofs, uh, the, the ceiling of this room is 15 feet up, and these are large creatures. So, they can yeah. all the way. Uh, feet tall. Vertically, yeah. you will not be able to get out of their reach. Horizontally, on the other hand. Uh, so, the golem will try and punch you once. And as it steps forward, I will say, uh, its steps seem to, uh, as it approaches you, it starts getting quicker and quicker and quicker, and uh, you hear some some uh, motors whirring in its various joints. It seems to have activated some sort of ability. Great. Ooh. That is a natural 20, my friends. So. Yeah. This is going to be sonic and bludgeoning damage, Maria. Please take 51 points of sonic and bludgeoning. And. That's, that hurts. That does hurt. Uh, I, I know I looked this up in my Wednesday game. Knockdown while flying. This has the knockdown critical hit effect. Knock, uh, knock to the, the the ground and you're prone, I'm pretty positive. I think, See, so. I, I think that's what I've looked up before. Starfinder, it, I think it's in the flying, uh, the flying ability, or the flight movement on page 200 something of the core book. <clears throat> movement I... and position. Fly. Not difficult terrain. Flying. If you're flying, no. Uh, you know what? For the time being, uh, we will say that you are. I, I want. I, something is telling me that it's, you're lowered ten feet in the air. Uh, and if that makes you hit the ground, then you are prone. Uh, does. Let's let's say. I, that. I can't find a ruling, but that's a yeah. reasonable. Ruling. That seems a fair and benevolent ruling. Yeah, you know what, Ghost, you were the GM for that game. If you remember differently, go ahead and tell me in chat, and we will know for the future. Uh, and possibly Retcon. But in the meantime, that is Morea getting pummeled by my uh, my golem, and we're going to move on to Moreoth. It is your turn. <sighs> um, okay. Move actions. Uh, I have to stand prone, which will provoke... Nope, nope that's a Pathfinder 2-ism. Got it. Okay. We stand prone, and then we tumble through the air to get out. This will be hard. Um, how many squares do I need to leave? If I go here, so just two squares, right? If I go here, and then here. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, here, here? No, 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 down here. Oh, I see. Well, this... Uh, the square in front of Antimena is 15 feet up. It's the top of a staircase. Right, but I can go up at the same speed as any other direction because of that piece. Oh, weird. Okay, yeah, yeah, you can get up there. Okay, so I'll make, the, I guess, the two acrobatics checks. Uh, 
Ooh, that 26 is gonna be close. Uh, so 30 so. because of the ring ah. roll. So 30 versus 15 plus one and a half times it. CR plus two is, yes, that is enough. So right, you're so able to tumble away. One, oh, and tumbling is double, is half speed. So one, two, um, three, four, and then what is my fly speed? 30, right? Yes. So, um, yeah, I guess I'll zoom out of the room and like one square above Antinuna, I guess. Okay. And th that is my move and my move. All right. Uh, very, whatchamacallit, very important, uh, well, not very important, but something that I don't want to forget. Uh, we interrupt this combat to bring you treasure. Uh, there was loot in B3. I'm going to put it in the, uh, in the chat. On our you found a hovering mimic imager on Elena's desk, sitting in its charger with a full battery. Uh, you may look that up at your leisure. In the meantime, Gus, Gus Baird Sinclair, what would you like to do? So I haven't found anything about being able to shut down an electrostatic field. In mm. the time I've been desperate, desperately Googling. Of course. So I guess it's just active. <laughs> Uh, but what Gus is going to do is step closer. Uh, actually, whatever. He's going to provoke an attack of opportunity, I'm sure. He's going to run over here. All Provoking right. attack of opportunity. It does provoke. Uh, it will take advantage of this. Come on. Give me another good hit. That is a 30 versus your KAC. That will hit. Please take 25 sonic and bludgeoning damage. Eights. Okay. Man, they're using sonic too to get past, uh, what's the word? DR? <sighs> and I guess take it slash be healed by four electricity damage. <laughs> it's at full health. It hasn't been hit yet. Okay. Uh, as part of that movement, Gus is going to manifest a weapon. He is going to manifest a drill. But this drill does not look like the drill that we are all used to. It is sort of a bronzy gold color. It's a helical drill. It's got a very fancy grip. And it, it is it is a it is going to be used to attack right now. So it is a horicalcum helical excavation drill. Wow. Take us through that. <laughs> what yeah. does that mean? Uh Weapons fashioned from Horicalcum temporarily distort time's flow for enemies struck, causing st the staggered critical effect. I mean, it's the it's the drill that I've had forever, just upgraded, so it still has the shatter property. Okay. Um, Love it. You know, piercing targets KAC, but a 22 versus KAC, I'm sure, will not hit. Uh, that will indeed be a hit. Oh, well, then 32 piercing damage, because I, was... I rolled poorly on my 5d8. I mean, 32 is still 32. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> I can only dream to, to do that much damage, ever. <laughs> no, true. I just wanted to put out there that it does 5d8 damage. I see, yeah. <laughs> so, yes, that is a palpable hit. Your drill uh, digs into this golems, uh, we'll say. As it punches you, you drill uh, and dig into its chest and... Blow for blow, it is now Auntie Nuna's turn. All right. Um, Auntie Nuna will 
for to get him on blue. That's right, Gus. You get. Um, or however they identify, and then, um, so red is the one that is daggered right now. Is that correct? Red is dazed, meaning they are not going to take a turn this round. Well, not anymore, okay. right? Already... Nope, they have not taken their turn yet. Oh, they have two turns. Got it. Uh, I guess Mariah, I will point out that Mariah just flew in above you and is looking uh, like they got hit twice. Okay. And then I guess she'll also um, go... Oh, Mariah, you're looking a little bit... Uh, ragged around the edges, more so than usual, but I know you'll pull yourself together. This ceiling um, was not high enough. No. And get a... How much is it these days? 24 back in Ooh. stamina. Thank you. Very nice. Okay. So that is Auntie Nuna, you get him blue and you inspired Morea Keep fighting. Correct. Cybernetic Golem the Red is indeed dazed. So they just, uh, they seem to be, uh, well, uh, inoperative after being quasi-tased by Ketch's gun. Very cool. Sloan Rider, we are back to you. You find this Golem in your face. However, it has already taken an AOO and it wouldn't be able to hit you anyway because you're inoperative. So... You know. Yeah, yeah, it, it it can't get me. Um, so let's. Um, you know, I'm gonna try and. I think I might try to keep make sure Red stays in that corner uh, while I'm staying here and providing flanking for Gus. Uh, so let's shoot Red again. Okay. Take ten, and we'll do hampering again. Twenty-two versus left-footed EAC should hit. Sure did last time. Yep, 28 points of fire damage, and it is its speeds are halved until the start of my next turn. Okay, I'm just going to put a snail on it to represent that. Very cool. So it is... Stay over there. Yeah, <laughs> flat-footed, and it's got half speed. So, Catch, it is now your turn. Oh, goody. Catch uh, is going to go ahead and... Um... Yeah, no, he's going to do that thing. He's going to do that thing. Um, um, now, I should mention, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention this when the uh, the coils went off. Uh, this constitutes a trap, and you are all aware of this trap now. Uh, another thing that you could do is disable one. Uh, so there, there are ways to disable this trap. You can make a computer's trip, check, must be performed at the server, which you are at, and this will uh, this will be able to disable all of the columns, or an engineering check performed at each column, uh, which will disable only that column, as you can imagine. So you could, uh, with your turn, perform a computer's check. Uh, to turn whole turn? Uh, yeah, it will take your whole turn. Do it. Sounds like it's worth, though. Yeah, yeah just turn off yeah. four columns. You can catch, pull it off. Catch pulls uh, the, the tusks from inside his shirt, gives the computer idol a, a kiss for good luck, and that's a... 34, that's a below average roll. Uh, would you like to keep that roll? Um, 
I I will have you tell me whether or not it succeeds before I decide to re-roll because the computer idol lets me do that. I'm pretty uh, sure. Then that is fair. I am I am all right with that. You have succeeded. Fantastic. Yeah, I'll go back and read it, and if I'm incorrect, I will uh, pay a penance. But I'm pretty sure it's you, it says you can re-roll a failed computer's check. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, if it's a failed, then you have to know if you failed or not. Yeah. Correct. Exactly. Exactly. Yep, 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 yep. So you are, uh, you're all good. Thank you for abiding by the laws of this universe. Uh, and <laughs> you have successfully shut down this trap. I will remove. Uh, Marvelous. For fun, Thanks. I'll show you all uh, where the where the the zones were. Uh, so that's all of those yellow outlines <laughs> are this are the uh, not safe zones and the safe zones in this room. Uh, <laughs> I really like this trap. <laughs> Good trap. So yeah, here I was assuming it was some piddly little like ten foot area. No, you literally you got to be standing next to that that computer or you're getting fried. Indeed. Uh, yes, it, next to that computer or on like you know two little squares on the edges of the room. It was a fifteen foot radius around each pillar. So luckily for you all, catch. Did that just in the nick of time, and uh, the cybernetic golem is now going to take its turn instead. It doesn't get them on it. That doesn't affect anything. It is going to... It's going to lay about itself with two attacks. Full attack, if you will. So, first one will be at Gus. Second one will be at Sloan. Oh, man, I rolled a three and a one. Ha! On so those are I'm not even gonna tell you what they what I got. They are both misses. Uh, so this golem, perhaps a little uh, a little staggered uh, flavor-wise by getting drilled in the chest, uh, lays about itself to no avail. Maria, it is your turn. Take that. Uh, Maria cannot disarm golems. Uh, however, Maria can blind golems. So well, okay, oh. Maria. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. I don't see. I didn't write integrated on these weapons. What? I'll double check. Oh goodness! What's <laughs> <laughs> it? Simon, Simon's like, is it my birthday? Uh, I just I like to play do? fair. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, it doesn't have. It doesn't have anything that says that it has integrated weapons, so. And it isn't using like a slam attack. Gallums love slamming. Um, no, it's it's punching. It's punching people. That's why it knocked you down to the floor. Oh well, you but, can't you can't disarm its fists. Um, yeah. Oh, it's punching. Sorry, to be more specific, it has pulse gauntlets on. Oh, those those you can't disarm. They're not integrated, right? Yeah, you can just pull those off. We will take those. Thank you. Uh, take yeah. The okay. Mittens. Then take uh, the mittens. <laughs> Firing through the doorway. Um, first, we will activate attractive force, and then, yeah, try to grab the mittens from. Uh, I guess red is the next one to go, right? Right. Murder mittens. I'm gonna give it cover because you're behind behind the door. How much is cover? Plus one. Um, yeah, cover it's gonna have. I'm gonna go for blue. It's going to have a plus four. Okay, yeah. So uh, blue will... We'll say blue doesn't have cover because you're 
You're looking down on it from the stairs. Yeah. Where's your chart, Tom? Right here. <laughs> got it. All right. Uh, uh, 27 versus KAC. You do that. You take you take my pulse gauntlet. Yay. We, we cannot wear these. <laughs> you, well, you can wield them as per the Salarian class. All right, we are a Salarian. I keep, we keep forgetting. Um, now, each pulse gauntlet, now, oh, now I gotta look this up. It's a pulse gauntlet, a one-handed or two-handed weapon because it lists two pulse gauntlets on its stat block. It's one-handed. Then I have one pulse gauntlet left. Yep. Why? <laughs> In case someone took one of them away. <laughs> if that would have changed your action or your your what to do, uh, you may, because I, I don't want to feel like I gotcha. So no, no, I'll, I'll let it stand. I just suspect that that was not intended, but it's fine. It, all right. Uh, the good news is you're going to get two pulse gauntlets to eventually sell and or break down. I suppose you're going to get four. Yeah. So you, uh, it, it has one hand left. Gus, what do you do? What do I do? I, do do? I pierce the heavens through the body of this creature. I am flanking it. I have, it has been got get I am deadly aiming. So I have like fancy tech goggles highlighting weak points. And I'm going to try and drill through it. A 32 versus KAC for 39 piercing damage. 32 for 39. Oh my god. All right. <laughs> uh, minus five for DR. It's still 34 points of piercing damage. Very, very good. All right. Auntie Nuna, it is your turn. Oh, I'm sorry, Gus. All right. You move action that you want to do. I, um, yes, actually, I am going to activate, activate my reactive repair and <laughs> start healing. Okay, okay. Um, now it's Auntie Nuna's turn. Auntie Nuna is going to continue the get em on blue, and just in case, um, hmm. If I take a five foot step into the room, um, does that like does that count as my move action so that I can put yes. a get him on red as well? That does count as your move okay. action. Okay, so I can't in fact put get him on red then. Correct. Yeah, you have spent your move action to move. All right. Um. Okay. Then. I don't think she'll move, actually. She'll stay where she was okay. and will, I guess, shoot blue. Why not? Because I never shoot anything. Here we are. Aphelion laser pistol with dimensional, what's it? Disruption. Whoa! Disrupt. 29. She rolled a 19. All right. Um, for 16 fire slash sonic damage. A palpable hit for almost max damage uh, slams into this golem. And the golem is getumed. And then you said you were also getuming red? I cannot remember. 
Oh yeah, so because like, it, I can't yeah. see them. Right. Yeah. Okay. So Done. Cybernetic Golem, the red, finally gets a turn. He's so excited. There, there's. But he is turn. he is hampered. I shot him in the knee. Uh, does but it will similarly kick on a uh some servos will fire and it its movements seem to speed up it activates a haste circuit um and, oh, that jerk. Well, use it. Ha -ha. and so it will gain a 30 foot bonus to its speed its speed is still halved so it has 35 feet of movement oh that's enough to get me mm -hmm. <laughs> very very speedy golem uh, and it will zip over here. And you know what? Hold on. No, because I can get flanking. Oh, but you're an operative, but they don't know that necessarily. Uh, so it'll go over here. And it will attack you with flanking. Remind me, does flanking affect you? I'm flanking. All right. I'm Except picturing... by operatives of a higher level. I'm well, picturing it's... These guys aren't. I'm picturing it's haste circuit is like Healy's pop out of its heels, and it just goes... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so shall it be. Um, Just like that. So yeah, that's, that's a level seven. That's a thirty-six versus your KAC. So of course that would be a hit. Yeah. So it take uh, thirty points of sonic and blood as it just rockets over to you and then pummels you in the back of the head. Oh, did you say sonic? I did sonic and bludgeoning. Oh, right, you're um, an Admiral. You have Sonic Resistance, don't you? I do not have Sonic Resistance, but um, I'm going to pick some up right now. Are you really? I am. I have a thing for this. Da -da -da. I have an Adaptive Defense Module. That's so cool. So since I took uh, Sonic Damage, I gain Resistance uh, equal to five times this upgrades level, which is... Uh, mark number, not level. It's mark one, so I get five sonic resistance. Uh, does not apply to the triggering attack, um, but will in the future. So what was, sorry, what was the damage one more time? That's final, right? It is 30 points of sonic and bludgeoning. 30, okay. All right. And I'm going to put a little marker here to remind me that I have sonic resistance now. Good call. Catch, it is your turn. All right, I'm going to need a will save from Blue. Same DC as before. Right. Will save. More like won't save. Uh, that is a 21. <laughs> Azed for one round. Goodness gracious. These poor robots. They're just then trying he's to gonna, He's actually going to move over here. Okay, then we'll, we'll provoke. We'll, we'll tumble. Okay. Yes, that does not tumble. That does not tumble. No. Uh, let me double check. So it's. It is only a 21. Yeah, so that's. <laughs> I know I'm technically escaping, but I don't think that plus four to escape applies. No, it, it should be a cap. <laughs> technically, it's a capital E escape, as in the escape task of grappling. So. I'll actually make that distinction now, just for my. That's fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm just being uh, pedantic. Uh, so. Oh, it's one of the great things about Pathfinder, too. It's much more pedantic. What now, Nick? It's one of the great things about Pathfinder, too. It's much more pedantic. We love it. It is. Uh, so here's a... 
Catch, I'm going to need you to fall prone right here, please, because that is another natural 20 for a total of 47 points of Sonic and Bludgeoning. I don't I don't get any sort of reflex save to avoid being knocked, knocked prone. Knocked down is one of those. Uh, no. Gross. It's one of my favorite crit conditions on uh, on a Starfinder character, honestly, for that reason, because NPCs have ridiculous saving throws. So, you the good news is it doesn't have an attack of opportunity now. Oh boy. Whose turn is it? Catch still? It's still Catch's turn. He's got that was just his move action. No, it's no, it's not. It that that's my turn. I, I thought... did my standard action and then I tried to move. Oh, that's right. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Leif. I uh forgot that you had done the thing. It is affected on the blue golem, which loses its turn immediately. Uh Mareoth, it is now your turn. Mareoth will take the other gauntlet from Blue. He will amass a collection. Now I'm imagining part of your world, except instead of the Little Mermaid, it's Morath. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Don't you think my collection <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god, Liz. There's absolutely a horde of tiny trinkets in the ducts <laughs> of the... Um, uh... <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. So that's a natural 20 on this disarm attempt. That is yeah. going to absolutely take my second gauntlet from my golem, and I am sad. Hey, hey Tom, you never gave me my damage. I did. It was 47 bludgeoning and sonic. Oh. Um, but now you may. Now you may take that. Uh, Mareoth has taken both gauntlets from my golem. Gus. It is your turn. You are muted. Well, I said yes indeed. And what Gus is going to do first off is heal three stamina. Then acquire five temporary hit points. Love it. Sorry, I'm getting some actually, feedback. Ooh, I'm sorry. Uh, actually, I'm going to spend a nanite surge. And instead of getting three stamina back... I'm going to get 12. Interesting. Interesting. That's, an, that's an ability I have. It's a new one. Uh, and then I am going to attack. I have so many abilities. <laughs> yeah. High level play. High level play. Oh, wow. That's a lot more damage than last time. Uh, a 28 versus KAC. It is factoring flanking. It is factoring get him. And it is factoring deadly aim. And 47 piercing damage. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this golem uh, looks really... As you ram into it with your trail, it's still hanging on. It's swaying on its feet as it is uh, both dazed and uh, nearly destroyed. You have anything for? Uh, you did a move action already. Uh, well, I attacked the thing to increase the amount of stamina I recover. Was a reaction actually. Um, All right. So, so I have a move, but I don't have anything to do with it. All right. You feed it to Harald, and Harald says, 
Thanks. <laughs> Excellent. Auntie Nuna, it is now your turn. Oh, there's a goblin. Hello, goblin. It's a goblin. Dear listener, yeah. goblin is Lake's roommate's cat. The little so, white cat with a cute little collar. He's such a needy boy. So, Liz, what does Auntie Nuna do? Auntie Nuna does what she does best, which is renew get him on blue. And uh, catch, do you want some? Do you want some uh, stamina points? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he he whimpers from the floor. It's so sorry. He started running away and he just got punched in the back of the head and he's just laying there oh. face down on the ground just just uh full full just ragdoll on the floor. No 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 no. You're you're running away and the gallum grabbed your legs from under you and you oh just God. face planted. No. It was one of those horrifying like your head smacks the ground and bounces kind of moments. Yes. Like really Yeah, right. no, it absolutely was. Liz, if you don't think Nuna would do this just to disregard me, but did you read the last part of your inspiring boost ability that you gained yes, the ability in fact, to do? I was, I was about to say, um, it sounds like this is a case for actually spending a resolve point and <laughs> adding my envoy level, which is 10, to the number of stamina points. So, um, catch! Catch! You get back in there! And that's um, a total of 34. Oh! Points, uh, stamina points back. Catch just without lifting his head. Just, I got this. Thumbs <laughs> up, up in the, the air. The <laughs> <laughs> I love that image so much. <laughs> oh boy, uh, but it's Red's turn. Uh, so <laughs> Red is going to. Uh, Please don't hit me. <laughs> I think we're going to make a full attack, buddy. I think we are. Um, I'm prone. You are. So I, I forgot to ask, though, to confirm. Auntie Nuna, did Auntie Nuna do a get him on blue or red? On blue. Gotcha. All right. We maintain the blue. Red is going to do a full attack. Uh, first one on Sloan. The second one on Catch. Just terrible. Yeah, 20 versus Sloan is surely going to miss, KAC. Uh, how about a 23 versus Catches, KAC? Okay, so KAC minus four. Uh, sorry, I added the four in on my end. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, because you, you get a plus four bonus to hit prone creatures with a melee. Okay, it is a plus four on your end. You're right. Yes. You got to do the math right. Oh, my God. Needy boy. Um, um, I have a 26 KAC. Ah, that I miss. So it, the, the, the golem's fist, uh, pounds into the ground by Sloan and then it pounds into the ground by Ketch. And I like to think Ketch might whimper just a little bit. As... He does. It's not audible to anybody but Ketch, but Ketch hears it. And just Ketch rolling goes. to the side of the fist. Yeah. All right. Sloan Rider. We are back to you at the top of round three, I want to say. And an event. All right. Two rounds. Um, oh, no. Round four, in fact. Continue. Four. Well, but not that, that matters. Now that it super matters, no. Now that we've eliminated count. the traps, 
Um, let's let's see if we can't get rid of blue here. But blue is disarmed. They're helpless. Blue is disarmed. Yeah. Oh, but is it dead? Doesn't still have big gun on its shoulder. Let's let's just take that one out real quick. Uh, all right. You've done very well disarming him. Have I? Yes. Wrath, now you know why I often target enemies that are not being targeted by the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. It's so uh, That'll be 38 points of fire damage to that one, the blue one there. It will. You really no. suck spending an entire round boosting and then you have boosted for naught. Yeah. Uh, oh, you had boosted. my world. What? No, 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 no. Um, Theoretically, that's why I don't aim at what everybody else is aiming at. Oh, let's no, that's let's focus on what Sloan is doing right now. Um, so we've got a 23 to hit EAC, which of course hits, for uh, enough damage to certainly drop blue. Now, just remind me, do you provoke from red for any reason? No. Or do you not provoke? Why not? No. Remind I don't me. provoke because I have Uncanny Shooter. Okay, and that says you just don't Remember. provoke for shooting on arms. Uh, I just don't provoke for shooting in melee. Yeah, let me find the text here. There we go. Range attacks, yeah. small arms, do not provoke attacks of opportunity, period. All right. Whole body. Just, it had just been a while since we had to pull that one out, so I wanted to confirm. Uh, no, that's no problem at all. And that one's dead. That one is so dead. So I will, I want to bounce around the other side of this one here. Can I move off? through this space where this pillar's at, like that? You can Just go around here, sure, because it's like a cylinder thing. Yeah, yeah, we'll let it happen. Um, Perfect. Now, do I get to hit you for this? Uh, I have mobility, but he can try. Okay. Uh, um, there's a ch So you're saying there's a chance. Uh, <laughs> there's a chance. I do about, still provoke from moving. How about a 34? versus your KAC plus four. That'll hit. Nice. Uh, that's 20 bludgeoning and Sonic, which you have resistance to now. Yeah, so I get to take five off that and only take 23. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It was, a, it was a total of 20. Oh, with a total of 20. So it's only so, gonna be 15. Correct. All right. A good turn for Sloan Rider. And now we're on to catch. Indeed. Who move action stands from prone. Oh no, hold on, that's not what I wanted to do. This is just a, a mess. It's just if a you crawl you provoke. Yeah. Stand and step, man. He, stand and step. He's already taken an attack of opportunity, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. You're right. So so catch kind of Crawl like, and fire. Yeah, catch puts his foot on the server and kicks off and slides himself. Can I only move five feet when I'm crawling, or can I? Is it you half can speed? crawl five feet as a move action unless you have feats that say otherwise? Well, I am out of uh, provoke range now, anyways. So he slides. <laughs> he slides five feet, rolls over, and he's laying on his back. Aims his weapon, and uh, his horns begin to glow. All right, that's it. His horns began. Glow. Uh, blue is dead. We are on to Mareoth. Mareoth will change targets to red. Um, I damage yet. I guess let's let's try to blind red. That makes sense. Good call. Uh, good call. 
trick. Uh, sorry, that same roll. Uh, 28 versus KAC. That will hit. So blinded, removable by move action. Uh, Morales uh-huh. will stand on the conscious one. Uh, Morales will use gravitic reinforcement, I guess, as the move action. Okay. Gus, it is your turn. Can I step over this creature's body? Can you? Why not? Okay. Uh, well, first, I am going to count down on my ability. I have the five. I'm going to just recover the three back over a hundred for my stamina. I'm going to step forward. Wade through the carnage. I wade through the carnage, and then I just try and slam the drill right into this creature with deadly aim. Um, subtract two from that actually because I forgot to deactivate my get him. So it's actually 18 versus EAC. Uh, then sadly, that will be a miss. Even with. It was a natural two. Blind. Toot, toot. Uh, blind makes it flat footed. Uh, that sounds right. Sure. Uh, yeah, because you're flat-footed to creatures that you can't see, and it can't see anything right now. So we're going to say, yeah, flat-footed. That still makes it a miss. So it was, as Leif said, a natural toot. So, you know, you should still miss on a natural toot most of the time. Yeah, um, I'm not upset. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Uh, we are on to Auntie Nuna. All right. Auntie Nuna, seeing Gus miss that, um, says... Don't worry, Gus. You can get him. And that's that's get him for red. And then also, uh, Sloan, I know you're tougher than that. Um, and so get back 24 uh, hit, uh, stamina points. Sweet. Thank you. Yep. All right. Uh, so we got to get him. We got an inspiring boost. Red is not hampered right now, but it might be in a second because it is. Uh, oh wait, no. First, it's Red's no, turn. It's Yay! <clears throat> I almost cheated myself out of a turn. Uh, so, Cybernetic Golem is going to be blind. So, it is going to remove that, and uh, then it removes the blindness by spending a move action. Sorry, I remembered that I have another thing. Uh, okay. Oh, well, that's fine. All right. So the golem will make... Yeah, we're going to make a full attack once more on our two friends. Oh. Uh, oh, no, no, no. No, you're right, because he's hasted, but that doesn't give you another move action. It let rather lets you make a move... It lets you move your speed in between the action of a full attack. It's so much worse than it is in PF2. Um, So I love haste in PF2 so much. It's Uh, worse than any other edition, Tom. Yeah, yeah. I've heard he loves and hates himself. Now, it's still good. It's just not nearly as good as it is in any other system that it's in. So uh, regardless, enough banter. Uh, Red is going to punch Sloan because Sloan is annoying. That's a natural one. What? Me? Annoying? Never. 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 How dare I? Uh, 
take take your turn, Sloan. It's your turn. Oh, top round. Uh, on, on Sloan's turn, I also say, if you uh, wait a second, I can blind it again. All right. I will delay till after Maria. All right. Delay until after Maria. Uh, catch. It is your turn. Do you heed this advice and will? I I don't wish to upset the apple cart here. All right. You delay as well, Maria. Um. Uh, so entangled actually might be a better call than blind because is Sloan flat-footing him? I can. Okay. Entangled does most of the same stuff. It lowers the AC, so. Oh, well then go ahead and uh, either one. Yep. Can... So we'll do dirty trick for entangled. It's a very good trick. A group of constituents battle hard and fly out to tie his shoelaces together. (laughs) Jam up his heelys. His cybernetic shoelaces. Uh, That ties up the cybernetic shoelaces, so this golem is now entangled. Uh, You want to paste that in chat for me, Simon? Paste what? The entangled... Oh, I I guess I could just click it on the sheet. Oh, sure. Conditions, entangled... All right, it has made the appropriate adjustments. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of orange arrows pointing down. Yeah, <laughs> it is your turn, catch. Uh, I believe it would actually be Sloane's turn technically, Sloan. but since we both delayed, we can just both attack at the same time. I like it when we do that. Why you not? Want first to get flat-footed. Your powers combined, uh, Sloane. Sloan and then catch. I also phys- physically can't miss at this point with all of these bonuses, knowing what its EAC is. So like. You could roll a one, but that's not going to affect anything. Yeah, but then it doesn't slower. matter whether. Yeah. But no, go ahead, go ahead, Nick. You go. You go Somebody first. Somebody go. Were... Oh, so um, so I guess I don't really need to flat foot it. Not but do we think it's going to live? Not everyone is as accurate as catches. Yeah, okay. we will see. And I'm, and I'm targeting KAC with this weapon. Fair, fair. Okay. Uh, so that that will be. 40 points of fire damage. Oh my god. And it's flat-footed? It's still alive? That's not gonna matter. Um, no. I don't think it will be, because catch deals no. 63 points of fire and cold damage to this nice. thing. Yeah. So, With his increased boost. For all of y'all... For all of your edification, uh, <laughs> catch was the one to finish it off, because Sloan... <laughs> Sloan shot it and weakened it, and then Ketch just blasted it away, as Ketch does, with that heavy weapon, and uh, managed to... uh, You, of course, knowing that this thing had an affinity for electricity, uh, set it to firing cold, right? Yes. So I did did say, as part of my explanation of my, my role there, that it was, in fact, fire and cold damage, yes. I will, and, and I will even even spend the extra uh, once per day move action to switch it if you if you require. The uh, it is in fact a swift action. I, ah. I quickly to change fusions of damage. Oh, but, so much better than I already thought it was. Okay, cool. Yep, 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 yep. So that is that is that, and then I guess it looks like Gus uh, yeah. takes his drill and just bashes it to pieces what remains yeah. Gus, uh catch killed it and gus is like ah heat of the moment just excited to join in with everybody else catch <laughs> shot a big hole through its chest and it's just like standing there as it's like powering down and then gus just knocks it over and just <laughs> <laughs> all right so 
Uh, you finish the combat and uh, do, do, do the room goes quiet, returning to the vague hum of the server fans being the only notable source of noise. Uh, Digit finishes uh, entering the code and now chitters happily as it moves up to catch. Uh, Dizzy's voice emits once more from Digit saying, I cannot tell you all how much this means to me. Uh, meet me back at the Click Clack Club. I've got a present for you all. Uh, so... Ooh, present. Don't worry. Perhaps. It means a lot to us, too. <laughs> let's let's loot these golems. We're going to need all of these weapons to use on Aline. <laughs> all right, so yes, indeed, the golems drop two sets of that message. So two LFD pulse gauntlets with four batteries each. Uh, four batteries. Laser, you say. Corona, you say. Yeah, Corona artillery laser with four high-capacity batteries. So that's eight batteries total for of, of each version. Uh, remember, catch, Leif, Corona's the 2D8 one, I think. Oh, it is. Okay, I was just about to look yeah. it up. Thank you for explaining that. That is a lot less exciting, but also I will take every single one of those batteries. Yeah, I don't even write down the batteries, catch. <laughs> um, all right, so... Uh, for no reason in particular... I would like to know what, uh, where everybody is as you are sort of looting these golems. Right about where I am. Also, I'm back yeah, to full stamina. Fine. I just came back over here to collect Dizzy. Or, uh, Digit, rather. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm probably hovering over whoever has the null space chamber. Oh, that's me. I have the seaweed null space chamber. You do? I think... So I, I, think... I guess heading over to here to grab Red's gauntlets. So I think, Gus, don't you have one as well? Because I know Ketch has one. I think we might have three in the party at this point. No, I do not have one. Oh, I was mistaken. I will double check, but I am 99% certain I do not have one. I spent That's that money right. elsewhere. All right. all right. Is Auntie Nuna standing uh, at the top of the stairs there, Liz? Yeah, I think she's keeping like a watch just to make sure that nobody else, that nobody comes down that secret corridor. Okay, well. Someone comes uh, down that secret door. As, uh, as you are standing there, um, Auntie Nuna, the... You know what? Go ahead and make me a perception check, Auntie Nuna. All right. Perception check. It's, it's going to be a firefighter bursting in. Um... <laughs> <laughs> They're they're not going for this room specifically, right? Like, but that is a twenty three on the perception check. Yeah, she rolled a five. Do we have any re rolls? You may not need it. What does what does Tom have to say? Um, I will tell you with your bonus. You don't want to spend the re roll on this. You you didn't succeed, but with your perception bonus, it is unlikely that you would succeed. Okay. Wow. Yes. I, I tell you this as a kind and benevolent GM. You're kind of. And we now, do have two rerolls, though. That's true. We got two more hours. Yeah. Okay. So as uh, as as a kind of benevolent GM, and telling you that you should not spend a reroll on this, I will also tell you that uh, even though you were keeping watch, uh, perhaps something that somebody said in the room uh, to the north of you before the server room. Maybe they distract you for a second or something. And 
You are the recipient of a bullet if a 36 hits your KC. Oh, it sure do. Well, excellent. Uh, please take 42 points of piercing damage. And you are now bleeding nine. Oh, no. And I'm sorry, what? And so you all hear a... Uh, no, you know what? This is This is probably a silenced... Uh, shot, uh, and yes, you may read into that what you want, as uh, Auntie Nuna just takes a massive bullet to the shoulder. And I think that is where we are going to leave off. We're going to go to break right now, my friends. So... Jets countdown just stressed me out. We're back. I guess it's on payback because yes. I did shoot his space grandma for 40 points. What was it? 40 points of damage, I said? It was 42. way too much damage. Way too and, much. And, and nine bleed. And bleed nine. Yeah, that's not going to go away either until she takes uh, hit point damage healing. Uh, so hit point healing? Yeah, that's the one. Heal hit point damage. So, or from a medicine check. But that is not the point right now. The point is Auntie Nuna sees these two individuals and she turns around. I will uh, show you some art. Uh, there's this guy. He's got, he's got cool art. Yes. Uh, and this lady, uh, from the core rulebook, the one background, the one theme. I think it's the Zeno Seeker theme. It is, um, totally. Yeah, that dude looks very deus ex, but like with a beard. They remind yeah. me of Harry Dresden and Murphy from the Dresden Files for some reason. See, I'm, I'm using, I'm using Zeno Seeker theme ladies art because the AP wrote in these two characters and only gave me art for one. I'm not trying to make this my thing, but come on, Paizo, if you name two characters and you give one art and they have different genders, what am I going to do? Tom, that stuff ain't cheap. Oh, rest. Photoshop the mustache. It is not cheap. Yes, I I have the same thing in Extinction Curse. Why did they they take art for one? Yeah. Just just Photoshop a little tasteful makeup on on, on the same art and just... Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, presentation is one thing, and I could definitely just say, "Oh, this is this is also, you know, this is uh, the, this this person represents as, uh, you know, they." Anyway, no, you know what? I'm not even going to get we, into it. We do have to cut a little bit of slack because you know this transition online is still pretty new, right? This this guy and his Astrozoan friend. Yeah. He just yeah. likes to copy his friend's look. <laughs> he likes to be identical. No. It's, it's, it's totally, for the goofs. I totally, like, I get that art is expensive. But if it's so expensive, don't pay for one piece of art if you're not going to give me two pieces of art for two named characters. Yeah, Why? they're in the same space. 
because now that we do things online creates, yeah then it creates the problem of okay i have this one really cool piece of art but i don't have another piece of art for stick figures <laughs> and now i need to go on it i found perfectly acceptable art you never would have known except i had to mention it because i guess it's my thing uh is the button for punishment yeah it's okay uh because we have art paizo does a lot of really good art um and is that's it, what i'm saying at the end of the okay? day art i that's want more art it's okay friend it's fine it's fine life it's fine because they're both gonna shoot you all uh and make may, you're gonna bleed uh so let's let's roll some initiative we'll count that as a surprise and uh everybody go ahead roll me initiative you know the only trouble with more art would be then our books would cost more you know if i get art for named characters i will pay more maria join me at the 18. Okay, what i pay for pathfinder books paizo i will i'll pay it maria join me at 18. oh thank you sir no, that is a thing that I've noticed with Pathfinder PDFs. We're we, we're not going to get into economics and stuff right now, but all right. They cost more because more people work on them. I'm pretty sure. Something mm. else to consider is ours is a kind of unique situation, right? Like nine ninety percent of the people who buy the books aren't then turning around and trying to use that art on stream to like you know illustrate a thing. They're 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 taking that and they're taking it to their table and they're you know. Maybe they'll yeah. maybe they'll show them the picture of the person, but like usually not because it's surrounded by their stats, and you can't just go showing your players your stats. Yeah, that, that's yeah, the point. and you have to like go to Kinko's and like it's a whole it's a whole thing if you want to give your tabletop players art. Yeah, yeah. So these things, are valid points. Things to consider. And you know, when I was running on Roll Twenty not for stream, I would just like go steal things from Google. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I, that's how we got Chevlet stock. Chevlet stock, yes. Um, yeah, it was I, super stock. Shooter <laughs> stock. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I um, for my one fourteen. For was it one fourteen? Save the rank protas. You remember that one in season one of SFS? I used uh, the toy RC car from Toy Story to represent the the players on their. Uh, and a warthog uh, to represent the players on their Renkrota saving journey um, at one point. But yeah, so not being on stream really does allow you some freedoms in, in art choice. So- This is all good content, but we have combat music playing. We do, I know, Simon, I know. That combat music's a-wasting. You can't get it back. Once it's gone, it's gone. <laughs> so- Combat music awkward. out California way. It's, this is truly awkward, my friends, because both of my both of my spies have indeed rolled very well on initiative, so they're both gonna get to shoot Auntie Nuna now. Um, you better not kill my space oh, grandma. No. Just, you better not kill my space grandma. Um, maybe I'll just um, I could beat that. Should I use one of our my rerolls on initiative to shoot them first? So they don't both shoot Nuna. They're also really far away, Sloan. They're in another room. They are really far uh, away. That's true. I can't see them yet. Why doesn't yeah. Mareoth re-roll? Mareoth has a really I, good initiative, and Mareoth could fly and, and shoot. And then Gus will, yeah, do it. I don't think re-rolls are a good use of... of uh... We have two. We never, we hardly ever manage to use enough of them. Do it or don't do it. Simon, I leave it to you. Yeah, um, can I even get there, though? 
Uh, I'm into use a consumable. All right, my my my. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, it's it's not even an easy rant. No, no. Let's let's let it lie. We can we can have we can have drama in in. Yeah, Unica. probably. Yes, we're allowed. Bad things are allowed to happen to us, guys. Come on. Yeah. She probably won't die. I mean, probably. probably. What are the odds? You better uh, not kill with my space It's gonna be so bad. Uh, man, chat. That smoothie looks delicious. Anyway, stop distracting me. Uh, they're going to uh, the male uh male presenting operative here is going to move in a tricky fashion uh they will move behind the desk putting this chair between them and the door and shoot and i'm giving up with a pistol the same pistol that they shot you with before that is a 38 versus your kac flat uh not flat-footed uh kac in fact so that is going to be 20 points of piercing damage on Tinuna. I can't hear you if you're talking. Ah. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> ah, good. Okay. So. And, uh, um, yeah. Do I take the bleed on my turn? You do. So. Okay. You've taken your 20 piercing, and now we are on to uh, the other operative who is similarly going to. They're going to move over to this desk as well. They can't get quite behind it, so they will uh, put their back up against the wall and just fire directly. Ah, you know what? No, they're going to kick this shrubbery over and fire around the corner at Antinuna. This, this operative is female presenting, and they are going to... She's going to shoot. Ooh, uh, 21 versus your flat-footed KMC. So flat-footed is just a minus two penalty to your KAC. Ha ha, no. Ah, man. All right, so you do not take any damage whatsoever. That was very lucky for you. And Antinuna, it is your turn. What would you like to do? All right. Well, first, oh. I'm going to go into hit points. Yep, yep. Please take that nine lead. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Oh god, I'm thinking. One hand grabs the first shot, another hand grabs another shot, and then she puts up another hand with her pistol. Um, Maybe you should retreat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she will. We're, we're gonna do... One, two, three, four, five, six, Seven, eight, nine. Counting steps. Yeah, she'll be here. All right. Um, so she'll do a double move to get away and sort of be behind this pillar. Okay. She does that. And that is Auntie Nuna's turn. Gus, we are on to you. <clears throat> Um, I am going to, I need to, let me click on this for a second. I can do eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Awesome. I guess Mariah will say, guys, maybe we should let them come to us. Well, I wasn't going to charge. Swift action, spending a, na a nanite surge to disintegrate my drill and send out a cloud array. Interesting. 
from here to here. And now you're within my nanite cloud. And then I am going to spend a second nanite surge using my move action as a swift action to uh, first aid you. Can I do that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Any action, any larger action can be used to perform a smaller action. There we go. And medicine. Uh, 34 to first aid you. That will do it. To stop the bleed. Okay, so that's not bleed. Yeah, so she doesn't get hit points back from this. Well, well, okay, quick question. And you feel free to say no. I was reading the first aid and it said it stops the bleed. Does any healing stop the bleed? Did I misread that? Because I could treat deadly wounds as a... It is. By my by my understanding, it is magical healing that will See, automatically stop bleeding. Okay. On top this, of is, this is not magical healing, I don't believe. Because everything I have is technological. So yeah, I will no, first aid. Super, yeah. Um, and then I have a standard action left. And that's... You get ready in action. Two nanite surges. Um, um, sorry, sorry. I was just focusing on making sure that she stopped bleeding, and then I yeah, no, that was that was a very. <laughs> I good appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> such a big list of abilities. I'm sorry. Huge tracts uh, of abilities. Huge tracts of abilities. Yes, indeed. Hey, John. Can you move the um, cloud to cover the door? Uh, I cannot right now, I don't think. Let me double check. I will just... Well, let's read my cloud array. Sorry, I shouldn't have thrown another... Well, well these guys are doing this. Hey, Tom, what, what race did those uh, those people look like? Auntie Nuna saw two humans. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Why, why do she you can, ask? She can even tell him this. Weakness is, is dim light. Uh, I mean, it is assuming that they uh, haven't gotten themselves dark vision. This is true. Yes. Special I can lives. use a move action to reconfigure it. So now that it has been generated, I still have a standard action. I could reconfigure it. Um, the thing is, is it's not granting that mischance unless I spend a nanite surge to do that, which... Uh, if you have a ranged attack, you can ready an action to shoot them. I don't have a ranged attack. I am I am not a ranged combatant. Um, I think I'm just gonna. I'm just. That's gonna just be my turn. Sorry, I wasted so much time. I just. No, I've still got my horns no, no. and everything. You're fine. You actually are, uh, standard yeah. action. I'm going to pop my spur. Okay. All right. Your venom spur erupts from one of your wrists, and Maria. Rayos will activate attractive force. And then ready in action to grab something off of whoever they see next in that doorway. All right. Ready in action to grab whoever steps through that door. Grab something off of whoever steps through that door. Catch. We are on to you. You saw, all of you just sort of saw Auntie Nuna stumble down the stairs uh, bleeding. Uh, I imagine she gave you an update, but what would you like to do, Catch? Catch will start off by moving over here, and then he is going to, um... Oh, man. Do I need to make a stealth check before they enter the room? Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to make a stealth check before they enter the room. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. So, 
I'm gonna go ahead and lower the light level around. This has not come up at all until level 10. My racial ability to lower the light level by one step within 20 right. feet of me. 20 it foot for standard action <laughs> to do yeah. that. You did that okay. at the clinic with the kind of black garden. hearts. Oh, you're right. No, I did do that. You're right. I did. <clears throat> but that is actually going to end up giving me, because of uh, another one of my grafts, um, a plus two to this check. <laughs> that would be a 39 stealth check. Okay. Ooh. A 39 stealth check. Very, very good. Um, I thought that this was, uh, that this would work, but it doesn't, and that's okay. Uh, we're just, they're not going to get close enough to you, probably. So you've got a 37 stealth check, uh, 39 because you're in dim light, or is it darkness? Dim or lower light. Uh, sorry, what I meant to say was, uh, your racial ability, what did that do to the light level? It lowers the light level one step. Okay, so you are in dim light. Okay, I figured... Since you hadn't said it was dim or dark in here, it was normal light. Right. Okay. So that gives you a 39 because of that bonus. And all right, we've got a 39 stealth check. They will have to beat that with a perception check in order to notice you Indeed. until you shoot them, at which point you will be able to make another stealth check. Is that my, my, that's my understanding of sniping. That is your understanding of sniping. Yes. So I, I will, if I get the chance to, I can shoot them and make a, a stealth check as part of the action to re-enter stealth. It is usually at a minus 20, but because of all of my <clears throat> uh, star star maths, um, it's I get a plus four to it. So it's essentially a minus six. Star maths. Star math. Uh, so, okay, That's so it's at a minus six because it's a I gotcha. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I like it. Sloan Rider, uh, you see Catch go over and do some weird tiefling stuff in the corner. Uh, what do you do? Weird tiefling dirty. stuff. Crouches in There's the corner, it's the dark, can't um, see what they're doing. <laughs> well, Sloan knows they're going to come from this way, over by the door. Um, so she's going to get right here and ready in action to trick attack anyone who comes through that door. Okay. All right. That is the specific trigger. If they walk through that door, they will. Uh, if someone who is not our friend walks through that door, I'm going to trick tag them. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, we go back to this guy. So, you know what? Because I, I could be mean and I could say, oh, well, uh, we're ready for the door. Uh, yeah. But. I will not be that mean. Uh, this guy will step through the door and only too late realize that you are there uh, and whirl around, but two things happen. Uh, First question. So we'll let, yes, Maria. Does he have a grenade? Does he have a grenade? Yeah. Hmm. How do you, how do you get to know whether he has a grenade or not, right? Like. Does it have to be visibly on him? They have to be visibly no, on them, yeah. Does he have a belt with grenades on it? No, he does not have a grenade belt. <sighs> well, what right. kind of hitman is he then? Does he have nipple piercings and <laughs> grenades hanging from them like they're pins? 
I take his rifle. Uh, pistol. He, he does have a pistol and a sniper rifle. Excuse me. And a knife. I know, but Morayoff ready to action first. Okay. Fair. So. Uh, 23. Will. Yeah, versus KAC. Um, gonna give him, and I. Oh well, you're flying. I'm gonna say people shooting from the ground level at somebody standing on the stairs. There's a banister there. We'll have we'll have uh, partial cover, which is a plus two to AC, plus one to reflex. But uh, in this case, I will waive that because you are flying, right? Were you flying or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, that will that will meet KAC. So, Yay! Which weapon are you taking? Um, the one he has out. So I think that's the pistol. That is the pistol. Yes. All right. So that is his turn. Um. All right. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, it's Sloan. It's not his I turn. I shoot him too. Yeah, Sloan, go ahead, please. Sorry, I was distracted by reading a Twitch question. Oh, um, no worries. I got distracted by reading a, a Discord question. That's why I didn't realize Maria was uh, shooting him first. Let's hamper him. Um, oh, none of that matters with that natural one on the attack. No, it doesn't. Uh, I'm going to steal one of our rerolls. That's I think that's a reasonable thing to do. Cause, yeah. Because this will probably, probably smack him and keep him from getting too much further into the room. Um, D20, uh, 12 plus 17. 29 versus flat-footed EAC. That is a hit. Uh, Aha! Flat-footed. For 34 points of fire damage, and he has hammer. Speeds are halved. Beginning of the next turn. Yes. Sorry, Nick. I'm getting weird. Yeah, I'm getting weird feedback from your end, Nick. That's. Sounds like you're underwater. Weird. No, I, I thought it was echoing through tums. Well, I'm not hearing it anymore either way, so. It's gone now? Okay, well. 29 versus EAC. 29 versus EAC is a hit for a total of 34. 34 fire damage, and he is hampered. Okay. Hampered. Movement is halved. And you know what? Because this is a weird situation. I'm going to let him draw his sniper rifle as part of moving out of the room, even though he didn't intend to initially because his jerk enemy re- relieved him of his pistol. Uh, so he, he is going Robert, to... You don't take quick trick. Don't get to draw weapons. Yeah, but he's not even trick attacking. Uh, oh, then that's all right. Then. Yeah. He drew it as part of a move. Which, which is legal. Yeah. So, yeah, you can draw a weapon as part of a, of a move. That is, yes. Even as part of a trick attack move? No. That's why they made quick trick a thing. Right. Yes. He's not he trick was... attacking. Okay. okay. He's just moving yeah. into the room. So, um, the uh, guy is going to turn around, drop to his knee, which is going to upgrade his cover, I think. Um, he's sort of... Uh, taking cover behind the banister and just shoot Sloan with a sniper rifle point blank. So. 
What? Oh, like sniper rivals in real life, you obviously never use like this, but in first person shooters, people often do. Oh, yeah, and there's no penalty oh, for it. Yeah. Starfinder, is there? Uh, so, yeah, in Pathfinder, there's a minimum range for your longbow. Oh, for the oh, and, yeah. and longbow, yeah, yeah, yeah. The volley, yeah. But this ain't Pathfinder 2. Slow to 29 to hit your KAC. Well, just hit. 20 points of piercing. Ow. And he will. Uh, you know, warn his friend, and uh, there's an operative in here—a death machine. <laughs> so his friend is going to come over here, and mm, from there, do I have a shot? She's going to try and trick attack you. Uh, that's that's questionable. She's going to step into the door and uh, trick attack you with a pistol. Trusting that you don't have a melee weapon out, you might, but you're an operative. You're attacking. I do. All right, fine. Stab me with your switchblade. Um, oh wait, you I might keep not it merely for you know threatening. For but... this, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me double check my stat blocks for these things because uh, these things, these operatives, these human beings, because uh, they may have things that prevent this. Nope. Please continue. All right. So a 20 will miss my KAC. Uh, I tried. You did. Uh, and they are going to trick you with this shot. To the heart. Shot through the heart. Uh, and that is a 28 versus your flat-footed KAC. Thanks. That's a miss. Uh, why? 20? No, 28. 28 versus your flat-footed KAC. Oh, yeah, that that's a hit. Just barely. Okay. Uh, please take 40 points of piercing damage, and now you are bleeding 9. Oh, no. Son of a... I wondered, I wondered why you were like, why would I hurt 20? Come yeah. On. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, a 20 is not hit. Come on yeah, 28 and 20 do sound kind of similar because they have the same amount of syllables and they both end in that sort of open E. Uh, yeah. So that is both of the operatives' turns. Auntie Nuna, it is your turn. You are no longer right. bleeding. Yeah, that's that's great. Um, and then Morayoth, did Morayoth take damage this round? Nope, only Sloan. Okay. Um, you, how about uh, a slow? That your inspiring boost. You have not taken a ten-minute rest to spend resolve point to regain stamina, so that is not going to trigger on people that you triggered last fight. So Damn. catch is pretty much it. And okay. and Sloan. Oh, Catch Marioth and Sloan. All Wait, received the inspiring. You did Sloan too? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. no. Oh yeah. Yup. Gus, go take damage. Um, all right, all get him's all around. <laughs> yep, uh, she's gonna <clears throat> she's gonna get him, uh, both of them. Uh, you have that much range. I yeah, you do not yeah. have you do not have line of sight on uh, the female, the woman. Okay, well then, hmm. you can like go here and then just 
get him the dude from the bottom of the stairs. And shoot to boot. Yeah. And sorry, shoot to move means... You can yeah, cover your get him with an attack. Yeah, instead ah. shoot to boot. Yeah, shoot to boot, as in shoot as well. Mm-hmm. Great. She does this. Um, so she moves, get ums, and sh- on the male presenting one. Oh, right. All right. That's 27 plus two, because I don't have a macro for get em. That's fine. That is going to be a hit versus EAC. Ooh. And he will take 13 fire and sonic damage. Shiny. Cool. All right. So that is Auntie Nuna's turn. We've got to get him. We've got to move. We've got to shoot. Gus, do your thing. <sighs> move action. <laughs> my my uh, cloud is moving. Oh, the cloud's on the move. Move action. Ugh, like that. Uh, I have one, two, three, four, five squares. How many can I do? Let me look again. Uh yeah, it will have to go up. I know I have the squares for it. I'm just trying to figure out. Okay, so I have eight squares. So one, two, three, four, five plus however many it takes to go up. It's gonna take two squares to get up because your cloud takes five feet of space, say, and the stairs are fifteen feet up. So uh two more on top of that, and then you can start moving horizontally again. Yeah, okay. One, so. two, three, four, five, six, seven. You have one square left of eight. Okay, well. Sorry. No worries. I'll just do that. That's fine. Those are the eight squares. <clears throat> so I move that. Sloan, you're bleeding, correctly, correct? Oh, yeah, I am. Yeah. So, yeah, Nanite Surge. I also say. Gus, if you spend your this whole fight removing bleed, you're not going to do anything else. I'm going to get close after this because this is only using two of my actions. So okay. move action, swift action, nanite surge. Got to stop the bleeding. This all is right. all very in character for Gus. It is. And then my standard and action character. is 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Oops. 30. I'm stopping here in this guy's face. He should respond uh, to me. He is. You mean oneself? Do you mean here? Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. So, yes. Uh, so, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. The DC for stopping bleeding, I think it's like DC 15 or something. So, you automatically succeed at that. It's just uh, a matter of spending actions. Because you can't crit fail skill checks in the system. Hey, buddy. So, you move up. Uh, you have your horns to threaten with, so that's cool. Uh, love that. Mareoth, it is your turn. Mareoth will rise through the room, um, sort of getting as high as they can, and a little bit closer to try to get rid of that cover against either of them. And then... So the green operative, oh, the male presenting operative has a sniper rifle out, and sniper rifles don't do trick attack damage, but the female presenting one has a small arm. Yes. 
So we take the small arm. I see. Um, and 26 versus KAC. That will be a successful disarm. Yay! Obnoxious Solarian small arms. Starts waving them in the air. You have to drop one of them if you have your... No, uh, I have four arms. Oh, you do. <laughs> Obnoxious Spathanae Solarians with their <laughs> disarms and their blinds and their... Uh, and then um, they're I'd, so what? That means they're not doing damage. <laughs> Brings things to the steelmate. All right, so that's Moraoth's turn. Catch, it is your turn. Uh, Catch is going to spend the round boosting behind okay. the back here. Boosty boost. Boosty um, boost. Do you mind telling me what you are expending there? Of course. Uh, standard action to cast the spell. Um, oh, God. Supercharged weapon. <clears throat> and uh, a move action to... Take a take aim and use superior firepower on. Uh, do I do I have line of sight on this guy here? Could I if I like was by definition of the the sniping uh, popping out of cover to take a shot at somebody? Would I be able to hit this guy or no? Uh, you can see he's he's got uh, like a plus four cover bonus right now, but you can still see him to take the shot. Uh, if you does she to... also have a, a plus four cover bonus? Uh, yes, because she's back on a back behind a door, and you're 15 feet down. We're gonna aim at her. Okay. All right. And so, uh, good. All right, Sloan Rider. All right. Well, uh, I don't like being right next to both of these folks. No one bit. Let's uh. Let's take a shot at him. Mill presenting one. Uh, let's make it flat-footed. 22 to hit flat-footed EAC. EAC is going to be a hit. Yes. 30 points of fire damage and flat-footed. And then I'll take a... You know what? I'm gonna jump over this railing. Okay. Do I need to roll anything to jump over that railing? Uh, you're an operative. You you probably uh, avoid. It, it was purposeful. No, you. What you do is you turn the first d6 into non-lethal of of falling ten feet. That it is. So here, take three points of non-lethal bludgeoning damage. Which, you know, if it knocked you out, it wouldn't kill you then. Um. Well, that's yeah. All right. Oh, my knees. Yeah. You're going to be feeling that when, when you're older. Yeah, yeah, it's true. All right, so Gantz still has a sniper rifle. And you know what? He doesn't like this obnoxious Spathene, uh taking all of his toys and his friend's toys. Uh, the Spathene is selfish and greedy, so we're going to... Uh, we are going to trick attack... We're going to ignore Gus. 
because Gus hasn't done anything except walk up to me. So Gus can go ahead and take an attack of opportunity. That misses on uh, 18 versus KAC. So this operative is going to shoot Murayoff with his sniper rifle once more as part of a trick attack. Yeah, that's right. I said as part of a trick attack. Murayoff, mm. please take 21 points of piercing damage and you are bleeding nine now. Everybody bleed. No, no. Please, please. All right, uh, that is Gans's turn, and now we're on to Drune. I love their names. Uh, so Drune is going to look down at her hand where she didn't have a pistol, and 50-50 odds that she had drawn a switchblade. Odd yes, even no. Odd yes. All right, so she luckily had a switchblade, and is going to charge around the corner and try and shank Gus. Uh, so. Gus, a 34 to hit your KAC. That will hit. All right, please take uh, 29 points of slashing damage as this knife, uh, well, cuts across your chest and you are now bleeding nine. Like I said before, everybody bleeds. Wow. And we are on to Auntie Nuna. All right. Auntie Nuna will Adam, the female presenting one, renew her getum on the male presenting one, and shoot the female presenting one. Okay. Does she have cover? Uh, she does. They will both, since they, uh, they'll both have a, currently a partial cover, plus two to their ACs and plus one to their reflexes. Oh, but I'm sorry. But I, I'm forgot not that you were to the, I forgot that you were to the east. Uh, Gus is giving her a plus four bonus to her mm -hmm. AC against you. Uh, okay. But... Well, then that doesn't hit either. No, it will not. But it wouldn't have hit with the the first mentioned cover bonus either. So uh, mm -hmm. that will be a miss. Uh, but both of them are ghettoed. So that's good. Got that going for you, which is nice. And we're on to Gus. <sighs> Can't do anything about that, Marioth. Um It's okay. <laughs> uh, come on. Oh, I don't want to delete my own token. No. Oh, no! Mariath went with it. What? Mariath! How did I do uh, that? That's witchcraft. Right. Just I mean put magic. yourself... I think you were there, right, Mariath? Yeah. Yes. All right, so drag yourself out. I'll, I'll add your initiative. Just take your turn, Gus. It's no problem. Okay. Uh, Gus is... Move action... His hand is going to grow a, a, um, the hilt of a sword and a brilliant rainbow blade is going to burst forth and he's just going to full attack this, this person in front of him. He doesn't like him making people bleed everywhere. 
Can you manifest that as part of a uh, an attack? Because a full attack requires you to not spend any action. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, just an attack. Uh, apologies. Okay. A, single, a single attack. That's okay. Yeah. Just wanted to confirm. Ah. Oh, that is a 19 versus EAC. That's a three on the dive. That is going to be a miss. Uh, and I will bleed nine. Yes. Playing operative NPCs is fun. Uh, Mareoth. Uh, will take that knife. Uh, but first he will bleed. Indeed. They, I'm sorry, they will bleed. And button, 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 this button. Mareoth just do. jettisons a number of bugs out. That's their bleeding. Yeah, I'm, I am. I am trying to think of how bleed manifests in a swarm. <laughs> you I'll take it to the chat. Um, anyway, exile bugs from the collective. <laughs> Thirty-four takes that knife, so now we have two small arms and a knife. Yeah, two small arms and a knife. Swarm. We've got space for one more. Oh, you're just painting a bigger and bigger target on yourself, my friend. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, I'm already bleeding. What more can you do? More damage. Um, catch. It's your turn. All right. <clears throat> so catch is going to pop out of cover. Aim at this one, thereby negating her plus four cover bonus. And pick the shot. I'm re-roll. taking a reroll. Re-roll. That's a natural one, dear listener. Yeah, I think I think the heck not. Uh, how about a thirty-two? How does a thirty-two strike you? That strikes me right between the eyes. Wonderful. Uh, well, 49. it's gonna be forty-nine plus. Man, three sixes, a four, and a five on the original five d six. Um, I don't think you typed that correctly. I sure did not. <laughs> Plus another 24 damage is going to make that uh, 70, 73, 73 points of fire and cold damage. Ah, ah, ah. This operative goes from being at full health to not being at full health from zero to 60. Uh, Indeed. Tom, we forgot something. Should I said. What did you forget, Gus? She stabbed me, right? Yeah. Electrostatic field. All right, give me the electrostatic field. <laughs> I never get to use it. The one time I did get to use it, I healed them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so she takes four. All right. I'm helping. Sure are, buddy. Uh, so, yes, catch leans out of sniper cover. Go ahead and make me that uh, stealth check, catch. This is going to be at a minus six. Um, to re-enter stealth. Uh, also, by the way, assuming they didn't beat my 39 stealth check before uh, they were flat-footed against me, not that it matters. Cool, cool. So that's a, so that's a 28 to re-enter stealth, or re-enter cover. Okay, uh, do I take the perception check now? You can take it now, you can take it on your turn. I recommend just doing it now, because that's yeah, the easiest way to remember. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So I don't have to remember the numbers I rolled either. Exactly. Oh, 
they are both aware of your position. Okay. Well, I I assume I still have cover behind this big server. But... Oh, you do. And uh, there are a lot of enemies between them and you right now. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Sloan Rider, you have just tumbled uh, off of the balcony. They saw they saw the, the steam venting out of the gun. That's what it was. Yes. Um. Let's see. Catch made a bunch of dim light. Let's go back there. And uh, take a shot at um, Lady Threatening Gus. We don't know that she's a lady. She might be a, you know. Might just be horribly rude. Um, horribly that is a 26 is. versus flat-footed EAC. Uh, 26 versus flat-footed EAC. Uh, there, even with the bonus to cover, or bonus to AC from cover, she is going to be hit. That is... 46 what? points of fire damage, uh, and she is flat-footed until the beginning of my next turn. Wow. All right. Man, she was feeling real good, like, two turns ago. She was feeling real good. And now she doesn't. Um, I wish I could tell you numbers. You're gonna find out. Uh, so it is... Gantz's turn, and Gantz is going to, uh, hmm, Gantz is going to stay where he is, and he's going to shoot at Moreoff with his sniper rifle. Oh, dear. Um, single attack, 30 versus your uh, KAC. Hit. Okay. 22 points of piercing damage. Okay. You're out of stamina. All right. And then Gantz is and going one to... One in the hit points. Excellent. You love to hear it. Uh, Gantz retreats into this room. And that is his turn. Uh, let me double check my land speed. Oh! I actually have a little bit more. Uh, Droon is going to similarly... Droon will try and uh, tumble away from Gus. So she gets to move at half speed. Droon will make an acrobatics. Oh yeah, 15 on the die. And I'm an operative. Uh, 33 versus 15 plus one and a half times your CR is 30. So, uh, yes. So Droon is able to tumble away quite acrobatically. And, uh, she also retreats into this room and gets there. All right. Auntie Nuna. It is now your turn. Both of the operatives seem to have retreated into the previous room. Ah. Okay, Auntie Nuna is gonna move across the floor so that she can see into the other room again. Uh, Maybe we should want... stop our bleeding now. 
That'd be great. I don't have any way to do that for you. Medicine. I'm... I don't have medicine trained, dear. Oh, does anyone have this other than Jet? Or Gus? Nope. Oops. Catch, I believe. Oh, that's possible, yeah. Because that's why Catch okay. has been helping me in the med bay. Yeah, Catch is pretty smart. Yep. Catch is trained in medicine. Also, if we just had any Mark One healing okay. serums, that's magical healing. Yes, it is. Oh. I don't think I have any. <laughs> I think I've used them. Oh, wait, no, I do. I have a Mark One serum of healing. Okay, uh, who wants it? Who needs it the most? Are you bleeding? Well, you have a Starfinder backpack. It is a standard action to find it in your gear and draw it is a move action, right? The Starfinder backpack will put it in your hand as if it was uh, as a single move action. Like, it, it, you can reach yeah. into it. And, and drawing pull. a weapon. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a magic item and it will do that for you. Cool. I'm gonna go up to Gus and, because Gus is bleeding, yeah, and give him here, dearie, this will make you feel better. Okay. So you can have been handed a mark on serum. Yeah. So you can, by moving over there and then drawing it, you can, as silly as this might be, you can hold it out to him and he can take it as a move action next turn and then feed it yes, from the That's what we'll do. Action. Yes. Uh, speaking yes. of, Gus, it's your turn. Take nine bleed. I will take nine bleed. Uh, and then I but will. Take the healing serum and then I guess drink it, even though I feel like it should be injected. <laughs> mm, that's what we all want, but it is a serum. Yep. Yeah. All right. I guess um, serums and stuff. Ah. And it was, you said a move action to take it and then a standard, and then to, a standard action to drink it. Seven. All right. You. Which, doesn't do anything for your health, but you have received ma I'm going to say you've received magical healing, and that will stop the bleeding, if nothing else. Cool. Yeah. Um, oh, spend a nanite swift. surge. Swift action. Reactive repair. Okay. On myself. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Uh, Mareoth, it is to you. Uh, Marayoth will, I guess, hover down to Catch and say, Catch, uh, we're dying slowly. Can you fix that somehow? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know a lot about bug medicine, but uh, I physically can't fail this check either. So, <laughs> oh, I, I don't know a lot about bug medicine, but I guess I really do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a bug doctor. I only played one on TV. <laughs> But that's enough. And I guess with my move action, I'll activate Gravity Pulse in case I need it at some point. Why not? End of so turn. catch, uh, that medicine check will happen on your turn. Uh, so I believe oh. that means you have a, uh, a move action left. Uh, what would you What would you do? A move action. Um, well, I mean, obviously well, we're going to have to bleed damage, right? right? That was how much? Nine. Nine bleed. And then catch removed it from you. So I'm sorry, Leif, what were you doing? Double checking what my God is my land speed really still just thirty? When you're sniping, you don't gotta really move that far. Mm -hmm. 
typically. You've got a need for speed, but you usually are in a car. Yeah, yeah. I don't gotta go fast. It's the cars that do that for me. Sloan Rider. Uh, Sorry, I was I was checking. I was gonna toggle mute, and then I looked over, and I was like, "Oh, well, I don't need to toggle mute." Because it's your turn. Because it's my... Well, because I wasn't muted. Oh, I see. Oh. <laughs> so... Did they run away? Did I miss it? They moved back through uh, through this doorway, yes. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm playing Sloan Rider. I gotta, I gotta go after him. They tried to kill my friends. All right. Uh, your auntie. 40 feet to the bottom of the stairs. I'm like, do I hold actually to come back? No, no, I'm a slow rider. I do stupid shit. Um, flame. I meant flame. Flame. I meant flame. Uh, <laughs> second move action to uh, move through this door, I suppose. I still don't see him. I have 35 feet of movement remaining. I keep going over here. Oh, I do see them. They could, uh, I guess they'll try to shoot me when they. Yep. When, I'll when move one more in front of the desk here. Okay. So that's a double move. All right. So, uh, this man will indeed attempt to shoot you. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, takes a shot with a sniper rifle for a twenty-five versus your KAC. No, that's a miss. All right, and with that shot, he. Uh, barrels uh, away. He, You see him disappear as he heads down the stairway to the east. Oh, he's got shot on the run? Uh, no, he just didn't take a trick attack. Oh, weird. What a oh, weird it's a sniper rifle. No, he can trick attack with a sniper rifle. His motives are his own. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and then the other operative will do a similar thing. Okay, Auntie Nuna, we are on to you. They don't seem to be coming back out of the room. But then you did, Sloan did dodge a, a bullet, which you might have heard hit the wall, we'll say. Ah, that girl. And Auntie Nuna will go one, two, three, four, five, six. And hmm, I guess double move. One, two, three, four, five, six. There we go. Okay. So, um, you still don't see anybody in this room. You just see Sloan standing there and the door to the secret office open to the stairway beyond. Right. To Gus. I am going to heal and generate temporary hit points. And 
And then I am going to use a swift action to activate. Where's it at? Where's it at? Pretty little ability. It's my haste circuit. I'm activating a haste circuit. This is the first time it's come up. I get an extra 30 feet of movement, I believe. My movement's normally 45 because I don't have my wings deployed. So I have 75 feet of movement. Nice. Us also has wheelies. Yep. <laughs> ah, bathroom. Wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop. We're counting that. <laughs> That's 75 feet. That's one move. <laughs> Let's keep running. Uh, uh, in your brain, I have to say, oh, it, it feels like you're going very fast, guys. Be careful. <laughs> I'm going it very fast. like you're trying to chase down the baddies. <laughs> Would you like some help? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's that's 50 thus far. Oh, wow, he was right there. Okay, I would have stopped right there. I didn't realize there was I, a thing there. Indeed. So, uh, that's yeah. that's all I got in me. Um, if you Once you see him here, you could, like, back up around the corner. Yeah, I don't think Gus Wood is the thing. Fair enough. <laughs> mm. Thank you for being true to your characters. Uh, so, yeah, Gus, you round the corner to the stairs back to the, the you know, cubicle space. You see uh, Gantz just sort of panting a little bit as he uh, tries to make it out into the cubicle area. He then he just, looks over his shoulder. He just sees the spitar speeding at him way faster than he should. Mechanical arm with a giant spike and a, and a pl rainbow plasma sword. And he's just overweight, just... <laughs> And he doesn't, he hears you stomping at supernatural speeds, but he doesn't see you until you come right around the corner 10 feet away from him. It's, it's like, a, it, it's like an anime when they're, when it looks like they're running at normal speed, but there's the giant dust cloud behind them and they're obviously moving very fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I so, found them. They're right over here. <laughs> all right. Maria. Uh, Maria moves at their max speed. That will move. So one, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, uh, three, four, five, six, I guess. Okay. Catch. I feel ashamed now after you congratulating everybody for playing their characters true to form, because honestly, if I had been doing that, I wouldn't have healed Murray off. Um, and here I am. <laughs> that's a full move for catch, and that's my turn. Uh, Sloan Rider. Well, um, Sloan cannot see them. They have gotten away again. How rude. Very, very rude, in fact. Very rude. There's one move down that first flight of stairs. Ah. What if... I'm, you know what? I'm going to do something... Stupid. I'm gonna try and tumble through his square. Uh yeah. Oh. Oh no. That will be a failure. So that, that's a failure. So I'll, I'll be fine. Yeah, yes. you're shunted back through yeah. Gus's face. Okay. 
boy, howdy. Uh, so, hmm, what does Gantz say? Gantz is just going to uh, shout at Gus. Listen, we're just trying to leave. This job isn't worth our lives. And he is going to run. Not mechanically. He's going to... Uh, you know what? No, because he's not stupid. He doesn't know if this is if, if you're going to let him go or not. He's going to tumble. Because I wasn't. <laughs> he yeah. shot my space grandma and my space captain and my space best friend. And... Well, uh, the news <laughs> is he succeeded at the tumble. So he is going to tumble over here, nimbly dodging your possible sword swipe. And then... He runs out past, you see him go out into the reception area. Uh, and then on her turn. And he yells, he said, he yells, I'm, I'm on home base now. You can't touch me. I'm off the map. <laughs> I didn't hear him shout safe, safeties. <laughs> and uh, his friend will do the same thing. Uh, they disappeared into the reception area. You don't know what happened after that. Auntie Nuna. Auntie Nuna will one, two, three, crunch. (laughs) (laughs) I get that reference. Three, six. Uh, She'll, which way did they go? Um, She'll be here. So she double moves. Okay. Uh, we are back to Gus. Unless Sloane's calling him off, Gus is Gus is booking it again. Yeah. Sloane will put, if, if it's allowed, with a free action, like put a hand on his shoulder and say, it's not worth it, Gus. Let him go. Uh, I will deactivate my haste circuit then. I think I have nine rounds remaining. I only used it the once. Um, and Gus will just start panting. <sighs> oh God, that sucks so much. Captain, <laughs> they didn't tell me it was gonna. The golem got Heelys. Why did I get Heelys? My armor, I think, just ejected straight adrenaline into my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the world moving so slowly? Yeah. Uh, so that's Gus. Uh, Maria, are you going to pursue? So, um, I mean, I'll double move, but once everyone else stops, we'll say, eh, they are just other edgecore lackeys. So, what? which of their uh, guns did we get from them? I think we got three. <laughs> Two guns and a knife. We got. We still got loot from that combat. You did. We did. Yeah, I was going to say. Had, yeah, their guns and their knives. Nice. That's fine. Uh, let me. Uh, I'm just gonna read it out to you. You got two elite semi-auto pistols, Ooh. and an ultra-thin switchblade. Nice. Also, I forgot to let you know, Nick. There is a fancy new pistol on the loot sheet for you, worth twenty-seven thousand credits. Ooh. I'll take that switchblade. Uh, um, I would also like one of switchblades, please. There's only oh. one. Switchblade. There's only one. You can have it then. Catch just wants it for aesthetics. You can use it because you actually do trick attack 
uh, with a knife sometimes. Yeah. yeah, and you can trick attack with that knife. <laughs> um, all right, so I take this to a, to mean that you all are uh, giving up. Running, yeah. I, I ended the combat music. What more do you want, Tom? <laughs> Listen, you're not the boss of me. Uh, so, <laughs> Nor am I the boss of these. Gus reabsorbs his blade, his, his blade and his spike, and he's just hands on his knees, just bent over, just, oh, oh god, that sucks so much, everybody. Oh. Catch walks up to him. He said, he he just kind of motions. He's like, no, arms above your head, on your head. Mm-hmm. There, like, st- stand up. You're, you're just you're just making it harder to get oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> Gus tries, and he's like old man, like groaning, and he's like. Remember, remember the good stuff we did, Gus. They weren't able to stop us from hacking all the medical records. That is super great, but oh gosh, the A circuit sucks. <laughs> hmm. uh, Ooh, do you think that it was sabotaged by the person who implanted it, like like that other one? I don't, I don't know. I would putting say on let's surgical gear. Well, time to find <laughs> out. I would say let's check it out in the med bay, but they stole our home. Don't you have a portable med bay? I have a med lab. Yeah, I guess I could manifest a med lab. He is the portable med lab. I am a portable med lab. So, all right. So these uh, these two snipers, these operatives, these spies, dare I say, uh, have turned tail and run. So you get, don't forget to mark the loot from the golems and those two elite semi-auto pistols and the ultra-thin switchblade. And one thing that I... Excellent. The one thing that I neglected to mention was uh, assuming that you all take a server slash when Ketch sort of uh, used the computer to deactivate the trap, uh, he might have noticed, and we'll say that he did, uh, that this server has a massive, massive capabilities. This uh, this counts as a tier 7 computer, which is a level Holy 14 Trump. item. Uh, Whoa. Yes. Uh, the server has a oh it's upgraded with the security four upgrade and firewall as well uh the what you're able to glean from it is that aline seemed to be using this server this seems to be a uh, a clone that of the edge corp uh corporate servers uh with just a holy crap ton of uh information on other edge corp elites if you will it seems, with some extrapolation, that Aline was using this server to keep tabs on her competitors uh, in the company, her uh, the other, their competitors, I, I'm sorry, uh, and other uh, projects that they might be working on, like Project Omafont level projects, like uh, like what she did with what you now call the severance package. Uh, Do we have some estimation of like what would be the effect if we released this either pub- like publicly? about all of their secret projects um oh releasing the information about so mm, that was not intended (laughs) what you can get from this computer you don't have access listen no no here's how it is here's the here's here's my saving grace uh you don't have access to the files you can just tell that these files are on other edge corp elites um you, okay. you can't so we have like an the index of them, but you you can put one and two together. Um, this here it would take about a day to download, Mar- Maria. So I don't think we're gonna have we're gonna be able to get all this file. 
these this, these files on the internets. Well, there must be some way we can use it to inconvenience them. Oh, what if we take a screenshot and send it to all of the people who sh who they were spying on? That would cause some chaos. Or, or maybe we could simply destroy it. We can do both. Another option that you all uh, might stumble upon is uh, this could be interesting to tell Evgenia Jameson Corporation about. Yeah, because like, she like, probably does not have authorization to clone their server. Maria, uh, for sure, she super doesn't. They they super don't. This is like, holy crap, is this illicit? Like, oh. they were not supposed to do this thing. This is... yeah. Yeah, yeah, so Morath is on board with that, but plus one, not just send it to Edgecore, but also like publish it broadly across the infosphere. Mm. So then well, it's it even more embarrassing us? for Edgecore. Yeah. But Edgecore also finds out. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you're not going to... The other issue right now is that nobody will listen to you. Yeah, uh, we're burned. Because you are burned. Um, so I mean, like, it can be anonymous. Like, how there, there's the same problem with giving it to Edgecore, right? Like, if they if we release it anonymously, um, like, presumably there's evidence. Presumably, it looks genuine enough that it isn't faked. That that they wouldn't think it's faked, right? Say it again. How do I put this? If we just gave it to Edgar, wouldn't they assume that we had faked it? Or is it somehow unfakeable, or it's like solid enough evidence that they would believe us? Um, you could point them in, this, in the direction of this private office. And then they would find it. I see. They'll probably see, see. have people So the information that we have isn't enough, but yes. the tip is enough to could cause be. them to get the info. I see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we want to screw over Elaine, but can we screw over Edgecore as and Elaine somehow? Maybe turn this over to the stewards. No, the stewards no, are right now, buddy. Gus starts popping, like breaking all of the water lines in the building. <laughs> so it's like against company policy, but it's not illegal, maybe. No, I mean, why would somebody outside the company care about this, right? It's just company infighting. So, okay. yeah, what what I'm what I'm saying is that this is a good bargaining chip that you all have. You just don't really there's not much you can do with it right now. I see. Um, this is like that blackmail though is not <laughs> who who would suggest blackmail. I'm not sure if Maria would. Uh, Auntie Nuna would probably. Okay. Well, we could always let Edgecore know that this server exists. I'm sure that uh, Elizora doesn't want them to know. Yes, so we should tell them immediately. Or we could inform them that we are going to inform their bosses of their server. But them we might lose. Yeah. But we might lose some of our leverage if they have enough time to come back and move it elsewhere. Mm. 
But if you're telling them, then that means you're probably in person with them. And they probably won't get a chance to get away. I will murder oh, them. I... I'm telling you now. They stole right. our home. Yes, I know, dear. But first, we can make their lives very uncomfortable. Yeah. So, we'll bring this up as a conversation piece, as a conversation item when we visit them on their estate. How does that sound? We suppose. But then maybe we can send it to Edgecore either way? Oh, I would... I wouldn't object to that. Okay. We can wait. Sloane, what do you think? As long as we can get our home back. All right. Where did Dizzy want us to go? Uh, to meet them back at the Click Clack Club. Yeah. So you all head back and uh, do, 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 do. you meet the crew of the Wintermorn at the Click Clack Club. And there you find an ecstatic Dizzy. Uh, Digit <clears throat> runs over and, uh, you know, skitters up uh, their leg. And Dizzy will uh, greet you all warmly saying, thank you so much again. Uh, my uncle is going to receive a very surprising email soon, I should think. Uh, Neva, Neva, tell him the thing. Uh, Neva will uh, shuffle and then look at you all. So uh, we pulled a plasma cannon off a starship that we were salvaging recently. If that sounds like it could help you all out, just tell me where I can bring it, and I'll be happy to. She is clearly unaccustomed to handing things over without monetary exchange. Etch gives her the, the address of the hangar we're in. <laughs> Gus gives her a hug. A full-body <laughs> hug. <laughs> hey, all right. Man, you smell like engine grease. I don't know why. <laughs> Flashback to the previous night where Ketch was smearing engine grease on him to make like you know, well, like like he, he fell asleep first at a party, so he's he's making little like obscene comments and things on him, and then like Sloane comes by and wipes it off of him after Ketch is done. <laughs> or on is Team Una or I was gonna I was gonna play along with it either way, but okay, good save. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. So, yes. So, it'll take you all uh, about two days to get the Rustbug systems up and running. Uh, it takes you another day to get your various modifications installed on the ship, as you can do that alongside repairing the damage done to the systems by the Electrovore colony. Uh, over the course of those three days, uh, some little vignettes happen. Uh, Gus, while you're walking out one day, uh, you bump into a hooded figure. They slip something into your hands, grasp your shoulder, and continue on their way. Uh, you catch a glimpse of a scaled visage. What you find in your hand uh, appears to be a charm in the shape of a glistening talon that shines iridescent in the station lights. A note is attached to it and reads, You once helped me disappear. Perhaps I can do the same for you. Uh, this is a 10th level obscuring fusion seal. Interesting. I need to look Sweet. that up. Yeah. Oh, I remember. This is the person who we were supposed to capture, and then we let her go. Agavana Stone. Yeah. Good call. Good call. Uh, you are approached by a well-dressed Han 
uh, who, and these are all, imagine these just happening on, you know, crowded streets or in alleyways or whatever, as you all are uh, going about your business. Moraeth, you're approached by a well-dressed Han who awkwardly offers you a small box. My employer, Severana Pilos, sends her best wishes for you all and re uh, reiterates her gratitude at your saving her life. Uh, he'll bow and say, she offers these in thanks and wishes you the best in reversing your ill fortunes. Uh, they'll hurry away, quickly moving through the crowded streets. You find in the small box that they offered you two serums of Absalom Affable Packed World serums. Absalom what? Absalom Affable, as in he was an affable fellow. Yeah, I would. And there's two of yeah. those. They are, yes, there are two of those. Here, I'll put it here so you got it. It's in roll 20 now. Uh, they are, so Packed World serums are little uh, plus twos that you can get to certain skills depending on what flavor of serum it is, so to speak. I don't remember what Absalom Diplomacy in disguise. Makes sense. No, go away, fruit fly. Um, while you all are working on the rust bug, uh, Shan will appear and offer to install a flak thrower on any of your light weapon mounts. Uh, she says, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I put this together in my apartment, uh, you know, sort of a pet project kind of thing, but I figure you all could use it a lot more than I can right now. So, uh, go ahead. That's spoons. <laughs> Building heavy artillery in her apartment. Uh, <laughs> What a gal. What a gal. What a gal. Uh, and then Auntie Nuna, one day at the vault, uh, while you're working with the rest of the crew on the rust bug, you are approached by a Dramata, the, remember the camel people. Uh, mm -hmm. You recognize him from way back in the Vescarium. This is Lindol Sipes, uh, whom you all tried to sell minerals to and ended up getting kidnapped by the Absalom, uh, the Adamant Scale, rather. Not our uh, fault. And then saved. And then saved. And then saved. And then subsequently did save, yes. Uh, he he will awkwardly uh, shuffle towards you and say, I uh, I wish I could help more. I heard about what happened to you all and uh, happened to be, well, uh, I was here on the station and uh, here. Uh, he hands you a null space grip and uh, without a word, will slip away out of the vault. Uh, to be clear, these are not uh, necessarily gifts meant for each individual. These are just mm -hmm. people that are coming up to uh, each of you as they can find you. Uh, seems that word of your plight has spread. Uh, so, as you all are um, heading back from the vault on your uh, second day of working on the rust bug, uh, you're heading back to the, the triple C, the click clack club. Why doesn't everybody give me a perception check? All right. Mm. It's always a good sign. Mm. I mean, at least I haven't put you on a map, right? Not True. Two. No, that was not one. But you oh, just no, put it on, on a map. map. <laughs> yeah. I did, didn't I? Uh, so anyone who beat a 36 may act in a surprise round. As all of a sudden, a barb flies out of the darkness at Auntie Nuna. God dang Please. it. Please, roll for initiative, my friends, as next week we will find out what happens with this barb. What happens with this strange-looking creature I will share with you right now. Ooh. Oh, he's a handsome fella. No, sure he's not. Isn't. Uh, here, I'll actually, I have bigger art. 
Um, here, I actually put this one in a handout Ooh. for you. So, got a spiky hand. Got a spiky hand. That's the aforementioned barb that shoots out at Auntie Nuna and seems to be followed by some sort of tether. Uh, so we will roll initiative. But that is a fight for another time, my friends, as we are out of time for today. So, very, very good. I always love to end on a cliffhanger. It's fun when I can make it happen. I know you do. So, <laughs> uh, yes. That is all for this week. As always, a new Cosmic Crit should be dropping tonight. Uh, Jet, what do we have happening this Thursday on Rise of the Star Lords? You are muted. If the stars align and we all manage to make it, because we've been having a bad string of luck the past couple of weeks, um, we stars. will be delving further into the into the Krieg clan hold. And if things go quick enough, which there's a chance, I'm not saying it's going to happen, if there's, there, but there's a chance we might we might finish out book three. I'm thinking <gasps> it's going to be two sessions, but I think there's a chance. We do have Ava. I have a feeling we'll be moving pretty quickly through that's, any that's, comments. That's what's throwing my calculations off, because Ava will either do a super murder and things will go very quickly, or it could get dra dragged out a little bit. <laughs> okay. All right. Hmm. Not another. As long as it doesn't get dragged out like that. It's, it's not going to get dragged out like that one combat. That's not happening. <laughs> that was epic. Uh, it was epic. Session one combat. Who will win? Uh, so, PCs, we always win. We always win. Yeah, that's that's the spoiler. Uh, so thank you, Leif, for running our audio through Groovy, the musical Discord bot, for the last time as we hear the... Big Google is coming for Groovy. So uh, next week you will be hearing us, uh, hearing our music anyway, through a different avenue uh, to be determined. But we'll figure something out. Uh, Leif, Leif yeah. who do we have but, to thank for audio? Yeah, but for now, we're thanking White Bat Audio, Relax Cafe Music, and Ritterman. Uh Who knows? Maybe for the last time. We'll see. You might be hearing all different tunes next week. For now, those people... We salute you. Thank you for your wonderful music. Um, our fantastic character art was done by Anicola. She is at E-N-E-C-O-L-A on Twitter. Hit her up for art. Uh, thank you to Paizo for the AP and specifically to Christopher Wasco for writing book five. Uh, Christopher Wasco has done a great job of making my players think that I am even more mean than I have presented thus far uh, with this book. But, you know, I called this episode Hope Anew for a reason. Y'all are ending on a high note this episode with, uh, you have the location of a Lemosaur. You just need to fix up your ship and not get murdered by whatever this thing is that's ambushed you. And blackmail material. And then we have to do you starship combat, I presume. Oh, I don't know that. No. You just received a heavy plasma cannon. It's probably fine. Uh, why would they, yeah, why would they give us all of this starship gear and stuff and then make us use it? Crazy. Doesn't make any sense at all. No, it's, just, it's just for the theater of the mind. When we think about our ship, it should have a big gun on it. Oh, yeah, it's got to be bristling. You already, fun fact, you already had a flak cannon on this starship, on the on oh. its turret. You now have two flak cannons, if you will. Oh! Yes. Well, Ship's got pretty good docket. So they gave us a lot of flak about the ship. Oh. Uh, uh, 
<laughs> thank you, Simon. Uh, On that note. You, yes, thank you, Nick, for our stream assets. Uh, thank you, Jeff, for running the stream. Uh, thank you, all of you, my players and friends, for being my friends and players. And finally, you, dear listener, and or viewer, thank you for joining us, as always. Uh, we will be in the general voice after the stream today on our Discord, which if you're not there yet, go ahead and join us. Uh, it's real fun. We just talk about whatever Paizo is coming up with and uh, pet pictures and we say good morning and or variation thereupon. Just come on by the Discord. It's fun. It's a good community. It's real chill. Uh, and you can join us after the stream to talk about the stream and the game and just hit us up. So. Uh, that will be it for today. So uh, remember, I'm going to say a thing after we say goodbye. Say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, goodbye everyone. everyone. And Jet, go ahead and take us into the drift.